14 of them around that fucking stage <laughs> in the middle there. Where did, where did you see it? Where did you see it at the ACC? Yeah, me and a uh, friend of the show, Sam, and mom. Dad bought us what, uh, what tour was that? Uh, the St. Anger Tour. Oh, shit. Oh, Controversial, so. but I was I liked the album. They only played like two songs from it, so they played all the hits. Everyone was happy. Yeah, I think I, I, I would have seen them the tour after that. I saw them on the Death Magnetic Tour, so maybe it was yeah. like two Great tours album. after that. I like that. Um, yeah. part, of, part of WrestleMania weekend, a song from that album. It was. It was. What was the deal with that? Uh, <laughs> shout out Triple to H loves Metallica Triple as much H- as Vince McMahon loves ACDC. Yeah, it's rock and roll. God damn it. Yeah, to them, those are the two pillars of, you know, that's music, an electric guitar, an amplifier. Those two bands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, in terms of rock and roll, there's just which, which is weird because Vince McMahon seems like the kind of guy who. Has no idea what rock and roll even is. <laughs> yeah, like he if, probably would. Like if you're asking, he'd be like, "Turn that racket <laughs> down, Shane. What are you <laughs> listening to?" Yeah, it's like, Dad, it's Nirvana, the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like something so God, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, this is the podcast <clears throat> though. Shoot, brothers. Right? We got to get right into this thing because, oh boy, it was Mania Weekend. Mania Weekend came and passed. My name is Mike. Sh- nope. My. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. His name is Mike Shepard. My name is uh, my name is Cameron Osborne. Um, and you're listening to episode 178 now. God, Mike, that 200 is creeping up on us faster than I thought it would. It's coming. Uh, I think we've kind of guessed it's going to be a summertime moment, which. You know, hey, that could be great. Lots of big shows in the summer. Possibly even a Monday Night Raw coming to our city. So. Oh, and I mean, God, if whether it's Raw, whether it's SmackDown, whether it's Dynamite, you know we'll be there. Yeah, we'll right. take what we can get. Oh, I mean, of course. We'll, 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 take, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take anything point, that's going to be on live When it's live SummerSlam weekend and you go to two pay-per-views, you can skip the Raw the next day. We're like, eh, we don't need the Raw. We did but. skip the Raw. I think maybe <laughs> we're like, we got we, we have jobs. We got, we got stuff to yeah. do. I think two shows. Two shows back-to-back is a good a good limit. We're not green shirt guy. <laughs> we don't have an endless amount of time and money, apparently, yeah. uh, seemingly. I would love to know... I, the only detail I want to know about him is how he has his money, because it, it could I just want, he could be a trust fund yeah. baby. It could be maybe he won the lottery at a young age. Maybe he's uh, like broke his got hit by a car and settled a lawsuit. I don't care. It could be literally anything. I just want to know what it is. Maybe Vince ran him over with a car. You can get a two million dollar payout or guaranteed front row tickets for life to every WWE event of yours. Yeah, I, I well, I guess maybe my going theory is that he's Vince McMahon's like illegitimate son, and it was kind of like a hush hush thing. It was like you know, it's like hey, like I'll pay you, you know, like a, a, like you know, twenty million dollars. He's like, actually, could I just sit front row for every single uh, pay per view? And yeah. he's like, okay. Just don't tell. I want to know. Don't tell Linda. Because he obviously he wears the same shirt and hat. He wants people to know that it's him yes. every time. Right? If he didn't, he would wear something different. I mean, you know, because yeah. I, 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 a bunch of follow up questions. You know, is it the same <laughs> shirt every single time, or does he have like twenty of them? <laughs> um, I think one time I saw a slightly different. It was like almost yellow. He's probably not happy. Maybe he couldn't get the right shirt. Yeah, maybe thinking <laughs> that you know the printer. You know, they were at the bo- the end of their green ink. 
or something, <laughs> and they didn't have the ability to do so. Uh, yeah, uh, green shirt guy, if you're out there, uh, reach out. We'd love to know how you're so rich. But let's get into uh, let's let's just go, let's just get right into our mania weekend. <laughs> Review. Because of course there was sorts of there was all sorts of AEW action. Um, of course we have Stand and Deliver, which was at like it wasn't as early as I thought it would be. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you you was getting earlier and earlier every every time you mentioned it, but yeah. Well, one in the afternoon I think was the real time. Yeah, one in the afternoon, which would would be bad. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean you uh, you're you're always one. You say you like to get up and watch some wrestling and drink your coffee, and so I thought an afternoon show would be right up your alley. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. right. That would be great if I was you know I found myself in the in the Dallas Texas area. But let's just uh, let's just let's just jump right over to uh, night one of WrestleMania 38 live from Arlington, Texas. Of course, Cowboys Stadium. Uh, the biggest stadium in North America or something like that. It's huge. This thing. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, they announced the attendance, 77,000. So not quite a full building, but you multiply that by two. That's a pretty hefty number either way. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, even 70,000 people. It's a huge fucking building. There's tons of people crammed in there. Big show. Very, very much so. Huge show. Um, there was a, a, a super long, it was like a two-hour pre-show. I, I, I caught like 30 minutes of it just kind of like as I was preparing myself. <laughs> no action on the pre-show, though. Just, you know, kind Not of panel. Not a single match. Interviews, uh, pr- video packages, all that kind of, all that kind of jargon. Um, yeah, I actually took that time to watch the first half of TakeOver. I'm like, okay, I'll watch part of it tonight and part of it tomorrow. There you, there, there you go. See, there you go. Just okay. in case anything happens, I got it on the background. Okay, <laughs> just in case somebody runs yeah. in. I think Jake Paul showed up. That was the biggest thing. Yes, well, Logan of course, Paul. Logan Paul had the um, has a match on the first night of WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, let's just get right into the main show here. Uh, as is tradition, they open with America the Beautiful, sung by uh, country star Bradley Gilbert. No idea who he is, but they did a fine job. Uh, and then Marky Mark doing the old little video intro. Just kind of hyping things up. Yeah, on both nights. Check out Father Stew in theaters <laughs> now. <laughs> Oh, he's got a new flick. I think there. that's why. Yeah, there were definitely some uh, kind of you know little commercials uh, sprinkled in in around. But. <laughs> uh, and then we mentioned them just a minute ago. ACDC starts playing Thunderstruck. Wow, wow! Uh, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders come out, and uh, yeah, we should mention the stage as well. Just like a giant, big star video screen. Uh, yeah, it looked nice. I kind of prefer when there's more metal construction but yeah this is mostly leds but still look good big huge massive stage massive just wide it was so wide would later get involved in the show uh causing a little incident we'll talk about later Hmm. uh speaking of incidents we had an unfortunate opening uh well it started okay rick boogs comes out he's playing his guitar he's not messing up any notes the crowd's singing along nakabora comes out uh, this whole thing's sponsored by Mike's Harder Lemonade, apparently. I didn't know it could get even get any harder. <laughs> I didn't even know they were still a thing. That's like the the ant drink from uh, 1990. Yeah, That's yeah. You think I, you think White circles. Claw would have taken over the market, <laughs> but apparently not. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Anyways, uh, 
big crowd. McAfee dancing on the table. Big year. Big match here for Boogs. Uh, Usos come out. SmackDown tag titles on the line. So, uh, yeah, things start out well. Nakamura gets beat up. Boogs gets the hot tag. He's on a roll. He's showing off his strength. Uh, he picks Jimmy up for a suplex. Goes down to one knee. Stands back up. So he's doing that. Uh, and then he picks him up on his shoulders. And that's when Jay runs in. Jumps on top. So Boogs has them both up. And then his poor knee just buckles. Gives out on him. And uh, you know this is wrestling. So I wasn't sure. You were. You knew right away that this was a real injury. <laughs> uh, it just... It, the, it looked... For me, I saw it and... I've watched a lot. I've watched this man lift a lot of pounds on YouTube, and it just something didn't sit right with me. I know you. You personally had a severe knee injury as well during I, an athletic contest. Who could forget? Who could forget during an <laughs> athletic contest? Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. I'll give him credit. He stuck through the match. I personally, I'm like, wow, he's selling pretty good here. The thing that got me was because like a week or two ago, they did that whole angle on TV where the exact same leg, he pretended it was hurt and he had it in bandages. So I'm like, oh, they're just going back to that. But nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, he yeah, he just crawls to the corner, tags in Nakamura, and that's the last we see of him. So it's uh, two on one, Nakamura. He puts up a good fight, kicks out of the Osho splash, uh, but then they just beat him down, hit the 1D, get the win, retain the titles. So, unfortunate. The word is, Boogs, he tore his patella tendon right off the bone, his quad, or from the quad. I don't know exactly how it connects, but something serious. So, unfortunate injury in his biggest match of his life. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that that's terrible. That's terrible. Um, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's reaction after the match uh, gave me a bit of a vibe that they were supposed to win. Um, yeah, that was my big question. Like, who was going to win the match originally? He because... seemed mad. Not mad at <laughs> Boogs. Not mad at Boogs. Mad that at one point the call was made like, well, Boogs is hurt, <coughs> so we're just going to keep it on the Usos. Like, I, I could see it after the match. He, you know, he was standing by Rick Boogs, and he just seemed pissed. Um, and Maybe of course, he's just mad. He's like, this isn't the way it was supposed to go. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what the vibe it gave to me, which kind of then led me to maybe think, you know, and to start to open the show with the Usos retaining also w would have been just like a weird, a weird way to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we both had Nakamura and Boogs winning this one. Yeah. So one of those things we'll never know. What if... Uh, it was like day one. That whole pay-per-view was supposed to be different. Yeah, a bunch of what-ifs this year. Factor. A bunch of what-ifs this year. So who the hell knows? <laughs> who the hell knows? Yeah. Let's move right on to Drew McIntyre taking on Happy Corbin uh, with Madcap Moss, of course, who we should mention uh, on SmackDown. They had the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, and Madcap Moss walked away with the trophy this year. So. Yeah, hey, which, well, you know, I mean, after Omos, I literally had nobody who I thought it could have been, so <laughs> it was really up yeah. here. I mean, he's been the one who's been on TV even more than, like, Finn Balor and yeah. Damian Priest, so, yeah, whatever. They gave him something there, and uh, they're touting Happy Corbin is still undefeated in singles competition, so I'm taking their word for that on this one. We know he's definitely lost matches, but <laughs> maybe it was all with Matt hmm. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I guess they all would have been possibly tag or, you know, uh, triple threats, two-on-one, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Anyways, match itself was okay. Nothing too crazy. Uh, Drew likes to do. He does the big flip over the ropes. Tope can hear out of the floor. That was kind of his big spot. And, uh, yeah. Or I guess the other big spot is when uh, Corbin hits the end of days. And Drew kicks out. First man ever to do so. Which, as soon as they said that, was a big head-scratcher for me. It, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that nobody's kicked out of that move. It's it's a badass-looking move. Always has been. Yeah, that one I did know because Corbin likes to always tell people that, so I knew that that was Okay, true, okay, okay. Well, he, was, he was basically like, I don't want to hit it if I'm not going to win the match. So I guess up until that point, he just wouldn't hit it. But here, they're like, well, we went to WrestleMania. We want a big moment, so... Drew kicks out of the finisher and soon after hits his claymore and uh, Corbin's not kicking out of that. So it's over. Uh, afterwards, Madcap jumps on the apron, tries to attack Drew. But Drew pulls out the sword and just takes a big swing, cutting the top two ropes just right in half. So. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That might have been a, a, bit, a bit uncalled for there, uh, Drew. But uh, you're, you're he was stoked and he's dangerous as hell. <laughs> So how do you think this one was rigged? Because uh, remember the Finn Balor rope? I think we saw there was like a fake camera guy that cut the rope or something. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I I don't know. We because it was very it was very in it was very clear. Uh, yeah, like could have this has just been a real sword and he just cut the ropes? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I, that that's a good question. I mean, I guess that's part of the uh, the the tricks of television. I guess you know, kind of. We'll yeah. ne we'll never it was know. Funny too. They played like the boom cannon when he did it too, like pyro sound effect. It made it sound like the ring. <laughs> <of> the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on to the next match. Tag team action. We got the Mysterios taking on Miz and Logan Paul. And it's WrestleMania, so everyone pulls out their nice new fancy gear. And uh, Mysterios, Ray had the Mexican colors, Dominic had the USA. They're kind of both doing like an Eddie Guerrero inspired thing. So. I did, I did, cool. I did see Eddie Guerrero in that same outfit. So, yeah, I mean Dominic, he's starting to grow the mullet and the mustache. He's, he's looking more like uh, Eddie might be the real father. Hey, I think that's that's got to be the next angle. That's got to be the yeah. next angle. That's the breakup angle. Uh, hopefully. Uh, and as expected, Logan comes out. Logan Paul gets huge amount of booze. Uh, we'll have to decide at the end if this was the biggest of the weekend or not. But uh, around his neck, he also has the rarest Pokemon card in all of mankind wrapped around his neck. Plated in plastic. This thing's worth like $5 million. Uh, that's insane. That's, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But uh, Logan Paul, got to give this guy credit. Everything he did in this match looked great. You know, he's clearly, he cares. He's passionate. Uh, his timing was good. His... His heel mannerisms, he knows when to look into the camera and just like talk trash. And well and jump in behind the rest back. And two, heel mannerisms. He's in the he's in the ring with one of the best heels in the business. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Miz taught him a couple <laughs> I'm tricks. I'm sure like, hey, Miz right taught camera. him a few tricks. Like, hey, we we, we do <laughs> do shit like this. Um yeah. he was he was fantastic. Yeah. No, I mean his timing was there. He was jumping in behind the ref's back. I mean, we know he's in good shape. He's an athletic guy, so yeah, I thought he really did well, and crowd was booing everything he did. Of course, everyone else was playing their parts. Dominic, I thought, had a good match. Uh, did a lot more than his dad. He was the one bouncing all over, hitting the high-flying moves, and yeah, crowd was just super hot. Uh, 
And then the biggest reaction of the whole match probably comes when Logan Paul blocks Rey Mysterio from doing the Three Amigos. And then he does the move himself. Climbs to the top rope. Does the Eddie Guerrero. Does the little dance and then hits the frog splash. <laughs> oh, that was... Oh, I was booing from my fucking <laughs> couch on that one. Yeah, that might have been the biggest boo of the weekend right there. Could, it could have move. been. Yeah, it could have been. Because <laughs> it was so... Had he... Like, it wasn't... When Eddie Guerrero did... It was like, you're trying to do it. He's like, da, 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 da. But Logan... <laughs> he did it in a way that he was like... I'm too lazy to do it for real. Yeah. Mocking. Which, which is even more disrespectful. He just like, uh, yeah. uh. But enough for everyone to know what he's oh, doing. Oh, we knew what he was doing. Yeah, so huge heat. Thankfully, Dominic breaks up that pin. Last second, uh, Dominic and Ray team up. They hit Paul with a double 619, double, double frog splash. Go for the pin, but they didn't realize that during this whole sequence, Miz had tagged himself in behind their backs so he jumps in knocks out dominic hits ray with the skull crushing finale and gets the one two three miz and logan paul get the win and yeah this was a ton of fun uh like we like i said logan paul great job yeah yes this was this was great work i think this we will see as the weekend goes on this was like the weekend of the non-wrestlers almost uh yeah they all shined <laughs> we have three or four of them on the card they all shined in every single way yeah, they nailed it this week. Uh, and then at the very end, the two of them are celebrating. Miz can't help himself. Hits Logan with a skull-crushing finale just to get the big pop from the crowd. Yeah, he, he the little they're standing celebrating. He, he does the sly look glance out of the corner of your eyes. Tilt your <laughs> head over, skull-crushing finale. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, great, so, great match, great match from uh, from a non wrestler, and I hate to say it, I hate to say it, I, I, w I would, I would watch another Logan Paul wrestling match. Yeah, I would definitely. watch it, and I yep. think, I think the relationship, you know, it's there now. I think they both like the way this went down, so I'm sure maybe around SummerSlam time or something, maybe him versus Miz one on one or something. Yeah. So yeah, you I know. mean, SummerSlam's our next kind of moment, right? I mean, Money in the Bank is in the middle, but that's, you know, maybe not the type of match for that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Stephanie McMahon came out just to introduce Gable Steveson. So that was that. We'll see more of him on night two. Steph hadn't seen Steph in a long, <laughs> long time. Yeah. I think we just wanted to see or, uh, yeah, she just wanted to be seen on WrestleMania week. She had to. Yeah, well, hey, we we all want to <laughs> we all want to see the McMahon family. You know. It's, <laughs> well, where's Linda been? Where's Linda? Oh, I haven't seen Linda in years. Yeah. Uh, oh well, let's just go to the next match. Very highly anticipated. We got Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Title against Bianca Belair. My most hyped match of the weekend. And uh, this is where we get the first couple special entrances. Becky Lynch comes out in a, a Cadillac Escalade and uh, showing off the new hairstyle after getting that scissor attack. She's got the bangs, the orange hair, looking just like uh, Haley Williams from Paramore's early days there. Yes, okay, okay. With a little David Bowie makeup thrown on mm. there, on the eyes. But uh, then Bianca, <clears throat> we had this marching band come out. And they start playing her theme songs, and then she comes out, and they play along to the track, and I just thought this was tremendous. Love the sound. The live horns give a nice big fight feel. And I mean, this was already my shooty for theme song of the year, so I thought this whole thing was awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, great, great entrances by uh, both people. Yeah, you need that. You know, uh, everyone needs their spe you know special entrance. You know, like uh, to make it special. Just make it goddamn special. Yeah, and to me, Bel Air when she comes out, she just looks like one of your biggest stars in the company. She's skipping and she's got no nerves, swinging her hair around. Uh, the outfit was cool. I love it with the big set of lips over her chest and the handmade sequence, all made by Bianca herself. And <clears throat> Anyways, enough of the pageantry. Let's get to the match, which was fantastic, as expected. Crowd is just super hot and never got a chance to calm down. There was no lulls in this match. We're just uh, right off the bat. They recreate the SummerSlam moment. Bianca goes for the handshake. Becky punches her, goes for the manhandle slam. Uh, or she hits a manhandle slam, but uh, Bianca kicks out. So crowd was on their feet right away. And uh, Becky just continues the assault, climbs to the top rope, goes for a moonsault, but Bianca avoids that. Uh, but yeah, Becky pulling out moves we don't really see too much, so big WrestleMania moment. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, lots of submissions, trying to work each other down. Becky hits that big top rope leg drop onto Bianca hanging on the ropes. Uh, and then Bianca, with that athleticism of hers, hits a perfect 450 splash from the second rope. That's like something Pac would do. And only Pac. <laughs> and only Pac, yeah. You don't yeah. see that too often. Don't see that too often. It's hard enough to do it off the third rope to get that rotation. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. <clears throat> but uh, Becky's like, yeah, I could do flips too. So Becky climbs to the top rope, goes for a molly go round, but she ends up just fucking kicking Bianca right in the face with her boot. And uh, yeah, the slow-mo replay shows that was... That was no work. That was a that was a stiff boot there. That was a stiff boot to the face. Acc accidental though. Accidental. I don't blame Becky. She's a professional. Just a little. You know, it added to the match a bit. Bianca's eyes started swelling up. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but then she picks up Becky for the KOD. Becky's hanging onto the ropes for dear life. So Be Bianca just dumps her to the floor. Uh, but then when she tries to go after Becky, she gets thrown into the steps. Uh, and then Becky picks her up, hits a manhandle slam onto the steel steps. So Becky rolls back into the ring. The ref starts counting. And Bianca looks like she's out. So when the ref gets up to eight, I'm starting to get worried here. Uh, I'm like, Bianca, get the fuck up. And uh, thankfully, at the count of nine, she jumps up, gets back into the ring. And uh, Becky goes right back at her. Looks to hit one more manhandle slam. But Belair reverses it, finally hits Becky with the KOD, and that gets the three new women's champion. Once again, Bianca Belair. And new. <coughs> oh my god, and new. Yeah, this one this one was one hell of a match. Yeah, fantastic match. The fans are going nuts celebrating the big win. And yeah, it was everything I wanted. And they pretty much everything I wanted. I mean, pretty much exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, they got almost 20 minutes besides, you know, the extended entrance they have. These are two of the biggest women in the company, uh, if not the two biggest. Yeah, like when it comes to star power, these are the two you put on the poster. Mm -hmm. As of right now, I used to say Sasha Banks was number two, but I think Bianca Belair is right up there. And on her way, I would already call her Bianca Belair, the greatest in-ring wrestler in North America when it comes to women at this moment in time. Wow, you said it. You said it right there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And she's still got room to grow. So it's insane. But uh, she really is the EST, in my opinion. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> to put a stamp on that match. Uh, but let's keep going because this uh, the crowd is hot. We're all hot. And we want to keep this heat uh, because up next we have Seth Rollins coming out. And uh, he had kind of a special entrance, I guess. A little choir doing the, the, the oh, whoa, whoa for his entrance. Mm -hmm. Not as cool as Bianca's, I thought, but nah. whatever. It was an entrance. Special. Uh, he also had some nice attire, as expected. Big blue frilly robe. And kind of Ric Flairish looking. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little. But, <laughs> I mean, he's just the drip king these days. So Yeah, he can wear whatever the fuck he wants. And uh, he's in the ring. And, you know, we're milking it, waiting for the big reveal. You can feel the tension in the stadium here. And uh, then we get this big display of pyro from the ring all the way up to the ramp to the stage the lights shut out and then that familiar theme downstate hits and uh cody rises up through the floor and he is 100 percent the american nightmare as we last saw him in aew so everyone's just going nuts at this point like he never left same or like sorry rather like no rather like he, <laughs> no i meant like he's not like like he's not a different person same fucking yeah. Uh, little jacket thing he has on. They, his, ta Everything. his tattoo's not covered up. <laughs> yeah, tattoo, blonde hair, the theme song, the American Nightmare, the logo, uh, everything about it. It was perfect. The presentation. Uh, and this is actually one of the few, one of the few theme songs from AEW where the crowd could actually like recognize and pop for it. Because they don't have too many. Well, I guess the fans who watch AEW. Yeah. Well, I think all their most recognizable songs are, like, already songs from, like, artists. Yeah, yeah. So it's Wild <laughs> so Thing or... Yeah, even Judas. Judas. But, uh... <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, big entrance. Buzz is in the air. The crowd... The match begins. The crowd's chanting for Cody, loving everything he does. Not even really a hint of a split crowd here. Everyone's cheering for him. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm sure, like... Even a ton of uh, AEW fans that would be in the crowd would still cheer Cody just because of the atmosphere. And yeah, it's one the of the. It's one of those. You know, if you're at a home arena, you got to cheer for the home team. And Cody was the home team. This was the in, in, in this particular <laughs> circumstance. Yeah, against Seth Rollins, who is very much pro WWE. Yeah, anything about it. So. Always has been. Yeah. So uh, here we go. We start the match. Cody has to throw in a tiny little stardust cartwheel and taunt just for fun. Just for fun. Uh, and then the match, you know, kind of starts out a little bit slow, but by design just to kind of pick up more and more as it goes on. and Just very well-paced, hard-hitting match, uh, at least on Seth Rollins' part. Cody, by the end of it, his body and his face looked like he had been hit by a kendo stick. Yeah, he gets red. <laughs> he always... He, <laughs> he gets red. He gets red. There was a couple stiff kicks, though, from... From Seth, that got him pretty good in the head. There, looked like he was swelling up. Oh, well, you know, maybe at, uh, maybe a bit of uh, you know, hey, hematoma, exactly, whatever it's <laughs> called. Yeah, you know, and yeah, boxer's forehead swell up. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Cody's doing all his greatest hits. Uh, still doing the uh, the double underhook, the pedigree tease, which is interesting because you know that's a storyline that was fully started in AEW, but he's doing it in WWE with the expectation. That the crowd understands. So that's kind of cool. Well, I mean, I guess. That like. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, it still plays into the match because it's. Of Seth course, Rollins right? Because it's Seth Rollins, yeah. But uh, yeah, still kind of cool that he does that, and uh, 
They don't let him hit the Tiger Driver 98, though. He uh, instead did like a double underhook powerbomb. Because, yeah, WWE's weird. They'll let you do lots of dangerous shit, but no pile drivers. No, no pile drivers, kids. Stay at home. <laughs> and then a bit after, he hits his first crossroads, but Seth kicks out of that. So he climbs to the top rope, hits a big Cody cutter, another near fall. Uh, Seth starts to fight back, though, hits the pedigree of his own. Big near fall there. So crowd is just super hot. The match is really getting hot. And uh, Seth wants to end things. So he starts kicking the shit out of Cody's head and looks to hit the curb stomp. But Cody catches him, hits a crossroads, hangs on, hits a second crossroads, but he keeps hanging on. He stands Seth up and then he goes and hits the big old Dusty Rhodes, big American punching combo, ending with the bionic elbow and then one final crossroads just to seal the deal. Get the three count and the match, which was, I thought, fantastic. This match, yeah, wow. Yeah. I yeah, perfectly booked uh, return for Cody. This was a perfectly booked return. This might, I think, this might have been the best match of the night. I think if I looked at the card, uh, you know, I, I every, everything, and the crowd has so much to do with a wrestling match. Oh, yeah. And of course, later on, we see Stone Cold Steve Austin. And even this, somehow, it was a different crowd. You know, it wasn't just like, go get him, Stone Cold. This was like, holy shit, this is a wrestling moment. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, this, this I, 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 I would not be surprised if this is five stars. We'll see. Because it it's be. because I it's mean. Cody. And, you know, that would, <laughs> and I, I think, and the, and the stage that it was on, the uh, you know what was that st- the whole thing I th- I think I would not be surprised if this is five stars. I would only because it took place in WWE. Oh, oh that and would be the surprising part. Just because Dave Meltzer is you know uh, of course I don't think he wants to give it to WWE. Of c- well, if this exact same match happened in another company, I think he probably would. But we'll wait and see. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Uh, yes, I certainly thought it was an amazing match. Probably, I don't know, between this and the match right before it, back to back, that was just some, yeah, some th- hot, hot wrestling. Yeah, back to back bangers. Um, also, we got the Cody, we got the springboard cutter The Cody always hits. I think that might have been the first non-Randy Orton cutter I've seen in <laughs> WWE. I, I can't remember when. I honestly cannot remember when. Riddle? Well, but he's doing it <laughs> I know, because I know, I of Randy, you know? I know, I know. I teasing on that one. But, uh, yeah, Cody's uh, yeah, off to a great start here. Great return. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, and then in between matches, they did the old Hall of Fame curtain call there. Uh, of course, the big moment, Undertaker coming out, getting a huge reaction. Uh, did you watch any of the Hall of Fame or at least Undertaker's uh, thing at all? I watched his speech, yeah, after after you yeah. suggested I do. Um, but and they they did this the the second night also. Yeah, they always do it. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was pretty. I liked the way he did it. It was kind of like a it was like a one man show how he had the headset mic and just kind of going over his life and stuff. Yeah, it, 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 it was kind of like okay, you're on. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Uh, let's move on to this SmackDown Women's Championship match. Charlotte Flair defending against Ronda Rousey, who had uh, good. Uh, she had lots of signs in the crowd. I noticed a lot of 
So a lot of Ronda fans here in Texas. Maybe she's maybe she's from there for all we know. Yeah, no idea. Uh, match was pretty good, but uh, I'd say in a tough spot having to follow those two matches that we just talked about. Uh, you know, but uh, uh, crowd was still into it though, and they put on a good fight. And uh, Ronda looking pretty crisp with all her judo throws and. Both women doing lots of submission work throughout, trying to wear each other down. And, uh, Charlotte hits a spear for a big near fall, and then she just chops the shit out of Rhonda's chest. And, uh, Rhonda hits a piper's pit, but she can't make the cover, so she applies the ankle lock. Charlotte gets out of that. Uh, Charlotte puts Rhonda in the figure eight. Uh, and then we had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction, which caused the screen to black out for a minute there. So how did you hear about this? Because I didn't... <laughs> Did you? Well, I saw. Well, we watch different feeds. I think I have like the most direct feed you can get, because like mine goes through the cable box. It's not on the internet, so maybe because I actually saw the whole slip. Oh, you I you, saw, you the, saw the wardrobe malfunction. I saw. I must yeah. have seen the five second tape delay. <laughs> yeah, I saw the nip. Wow. Uh, but you know, it's pay per view. Nobody can get in trouble for this. It's, um, just ask Janet Jackson. <laughs> well, that was television. That's a whole other story. Oh, good but point. Hey, anyways, this is the peak. This, you're right. This is a premium live event, people. Yeah, but uh, they got around it. Unfortunate little moment for Shara, uh, Charlotte. Uh, but much like the proverbial nipple, Ronda was able to slip out of that figure eight, and uh, <laughs> they fight to the floor, take some bumps into the barricade, back into the ring. Ronda hits another Piper's pit. The ref counts the three, but he immediately waves it off. Because Charlotte's foot on the was was on the ropes, and uh, Ronda starts arguing with the ref. Charlotte jumps in, hits natural selection, but Ronda kicks out of that. So Charlotte goes for another figure four, but Ronda kicks her right into the ref. Uh, so he's knocked out. And uh, at this point, Ronda gets Charlotte in the arm bar, and she taps out, but there's no ref there to see it. So Ronda goes to revive the ref, and then Charlotte comes flying in with a big boot to Ronda's head and gets the three off of that. So Charlotte retains. Charlotte retains. Boo. Oh boy, this got me excited. Oh Boo. boy, this got one got me excited. I have to say, Ronda Rousey looked super confident in this match, and I think we we it was the same thing in her first run. She came back at the Rumble, and then it was a very much like she was climbing a ladder, and every single match she started to look better. Um, which is probably bound to happen, right? And like a part-time performer, especially somebody who's brand new to the sport. Uh, so one of those, like, I just wish, I wish Ronda was full-time. I don't know if she, going forward, if that's the case. Because, like, she has so much potential to get better, which she clearly can. I'd love to see her at her full potential. Yeah, I don't know exactly how full of a schedule she'll have with being a new mom and all that, but yeah, I mean, hard to say. Hard uh, to I mean, say. Uh, I'm sure we could see her at least as much as Becky Lynch, though. Maybe not wrestling every week, but yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, obviously, I didn't like the finish, but the match was good. Uh, have to believe that the ending kind of leaves Ronda open for a rematch at Backlash with the whole 
having her tapped out and she didn't tap out. So and, maybe we'll finally and, get that submission match. And especially because, again, this year's backlash is branded as that WrestleMania backlash. Yeah. <laughs> Very much yeah. so implying that it's everything from... For the most part. You know, or kind of... of exactly, yeah. Or just kind of set, settling those questionable finishes that may have occurred. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well... After this, we were supposed to have uh, New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland, but, you know, it was already after 11 o'clock, and, you know, we don't, no one really cared about that match. No, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was long. <laughs> <laughs> or it was. So we just kind of, yeah, just kind of cut it out of night one without mention. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so we're at the big final segment. Kevin Owens comes out to uh, big booze. Uh, lots of booze. The ring is set up for the Kevin Owens show. Crowd is chanting for Austin. There's signs and shirts all over the place. Uh, Owens takes a couple minutes just to tear into Texas a bit more. But Steve Austin has heard enough. The glass shatters. The crowd erupts. Huge reaction here as uh, the legend. He walks out his classic look. He's got the Austin 316 shirt. He's got the jean shorts. He's got the knee braces. So at this point, I'm thinking this guy looks ready to compete here. Uh, you know, besides coming out in black trunks, these jean shorts are pretty, pretty much his second most iconic look there. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so he takes a couple steps down the ramp, but then he turns around, goes right back, and then reappears on an ATV, and then just drives down the ramp, and he's bombing this thing around the ring. He's, this thing was on three wheels when he was taking those corners. Hey, this, this man, hey, so. hey, Stone Cold knows his way around an ATV, around an oh, all-terrain yeah. vehicle. I'm sure he does. Uh, <laughs> so he eventually gets in the ring, climbs the turnbuckle to pose for the fans. I love how he just walks up to the KO sign, just smashes it and stomps on it. Like, fuck your stupid sign. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's posing, and then Owens just cuts him off, says, no, 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 come on, Steve. Let's have a seat. Let's talk. So Owens, or Austin, uh, he obliges. He sits down, but he's just staring daggers, a stone-cold stare at Kevin Owens and uh, just says, you want to drag me out here for conversation? (laughs) (laughs) After all the trash you talked with uh, your stupid haircut, what? And those beady eyes, what? You look like a jackass. What? I said he looks like a jackass. Steve Austin's the only one who can make the what chant work for him, but... Yeah, no one uh, else, no, because nobody wants baby faces. See, that's the thing, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> so eventually, yeah, calls Owens a stupid son of a bitch. Owens says, "Hey, man, I'm Canadian, the best nation in the world." And uh, yeah, just some more back and forth, chanting "asshole" at Owens, and uh, yeah, he says, or eventually Owens says, "You know what, Austin? I tricked you. I don't want to talk to you. I'm looking for a fight." I brought you out here to challenge you to a match. A no-holds-barred match right here, right now. And the crowd's like, oh, ho, 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 chanting, yes, yes, yes. And Austin's still just staring coldly at Owens. and uh, So Owens just says, ah, oh, get the hell out of here then. Take your golf cart back to your stupid ranch. And uh, Austin says, you know, I had my first match in Dallas, Texas. I could have my last match right here in Dallas, Texas. So if you want Steve Austin to compete in a match, give me a hell yeah. Crowd gives him a big hell yeah. We bring down a ref, and this shit is real. The crowd can't believe it. I fully couldn't believe it. But You couldn't uh, believe it, but you knew it was going to happen. 
I mean, I thought it might happen, but never, you know, it was, it's the old uh, under-promising, over-delivering. And that's what they did here. Yeah. Before the, before it even starts. And then the bell rings. So this is real. This is happening. Steve Austin, Kevin Owens. Uh, it's a slugfest, as you'd expect. Just a bunch of punches. Uh, Austin stomping a mud hole on Kevin Owens in the corner. And uh, early on, got a couple beers tossed to him. And throughout the match, he just taking a few sips, tossing them away, going back to beating up Owens. and Yeah, they fight to the floor. Big clothesline from Austin, and Owens just sells it amazing. Just doing a flip, turning himself inside out, trying to make this look as good as he can. Not that it looked bad, but, uh, you know, I'm sure Owens is living his dream just being in this match. So Yeah, there was a lot, uh, there was a lot of work that, uh, you know, had to be done by both sides, of course. Yeah. Uh, so Owens fights back a bit, throws Austin into the ring post, picks up the tripod, smashes it over his back. Uh, then he sets up a table in the uh, up against the barricade, but Austin ends up throwing Owens through it. And then they fight over the barricade into the crowd. And then Austin takes his big bump when Owens suplexes him right onto the concrete floor. That 57-year-old repaired spine <laughs> on the concrete floor. Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, then they fight back to the ring. Austin slams Owen the, Owens on the announce table, drinks a couple more beers, spits it in Owens' face. And uh, at this point in the match, Owens doesn't like how it's going. So he decides to hop on Austin's ATV and tries to steal it. He doesn't know how to work the damn thing, so Austin jumps on behind him and starts it up and drives them both up to the top of the ramp. Uh, and then once they're up there, he suplexes Owens onto each side of the stage, rolls him back down the ramp, grabs a couple more beers, takes some swigs, uh, but then Kevin Owens catches him with the stunner, makes the cover, Austin kicks out at two, and this crowd reacted like Owens could actually win. There was no chance. Hey, there was a chance there. <laughs> I mean, I guess there was a chance, but come on. Uh, so Owens goes and grabs a chair, takes a swing at Austin, but Austin ducks and Owens hits the ropes. The chair bounces back, hits him hard in the face. Classic. Funny little bump. Classic. Classic bump. Classic bump. <laughs> uh, Austin follows up with the Stone Cold Stunner. And, of course, that gets him the three count. The Texas Rattlesnake, victorious after 19 years away. Uh, but, of course, he's not done there. He's got to celebrate. So, more beers. Just and uh, Honestly, we, we should have we we done a beer count. Yeah, that would have been hard to keep up with. Uh, <laughs> One, can we two, confirm or three, not whether four, five, the six, veteran, five. the veteran beer tosser? I forget his name. Uh, Mark name? Eaton. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. actually, I actually don't know why. <laughs> I, I have not. Uh, I've not asked anybody who uh, who is responsible <laughs> for it. Yeah, because there were some great tosses. There were all these not tosses. Not a single one on. missed. It was like you know, it was like Tom Brady and Gronkowski. Not a single one missed. Yeah. So Austin's just pounding beers. Owens gets up, eats another stunner. Then he gets kicked out and escorted away by Texas Rangers. Not the baseball team. The uh, police officers. Yeah, actual uh, Rangers. No, I think those are Texas police <laughs> officers. They just wear those silly hats. Oh, okay. Uh, more beer drinking, of course. And then Owens... Uh, or Austin grabs a mic, says it's good to be back in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. A couple more beers. He even gives one to the ref, and the ref chugs it. Big pop for the crowd. Uh, and then he invites Byron Saxton into the ring. 
hands him a beer, and Byron is the happiest man alive. But we all know what's coming. Uh, Austin hits one final stunner. Send the crowd board. Send the crowd home happy with a couple more beers. And uh, he even brought his brother into the ring at the very end, and they have a hug and some beer. Oh, that's who that was. <laughs> I wasn't sure who that was. That's what they said. Yeah. Oh. So uh, he probably went through a brown. 24 tall boys and drank a total of two beers. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're crushing them down your <laughs> face, they all just, well, you know, it's nothing. Yeah, it's part of the image. But, uh, yeah, what a fun, great first night. Lots of memorable moments. Lots of great matches. Uh, Becky, Bianca, Seth versus Cody. Two very awesome matches. And then, of course, the Austin. I mean, the surprise. I think they uh, exceeded expectations and uh, not that the match itself was anything too crazy but it was all it needed to be a lot of fun yeah I think yeah every, I mean everyone in the building enjoyed it isn't that what it should be anyways I'm just surprised I mean I guess it's one of those things I was surprised that that was the main event but of course I'm not surprised it was the main event yeah. you know well, I think it, it kind of both to me, if that wasn't the main event, it couldn't have been Ronda Charlotte because of the ending. I don't think you want to end with Charlotte winning. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and the only other option would have been Seth Cody. Yeah, I don't think they, that might be a little too much to give to Cody. They'd be like, oh, we can't just throw you into a main event. I mean, not that it would have gone bad or anything. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, either way, uh, yeah. <laughs> props up to Kevin Owens, though. Kevin Owens. He main evented WrestleMania. Main evented WrestleMania in a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, that's the biggest win. One could argue that was the biggest win of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, great night one. Yeah. Uh, so should we should we just jump right in? Night two, two, baby. Night two opens. We got America the Beautiful, all that nonsense. But we actually open with... None other uh, than Triple H. Hunter. Hunter comes down to the ring. Uh, as soon as that, you know, as soon as the game graphics come up there on the uh, on the Titan Tron, that was another huge pop. I think everyone in the building knows, you know, that he's retired, his health concerns, all those sorts of things. He comes his way down to the ring. He leaves his boots. He does his little water <laughs> bottle thing. Yeah. Um, hugs his three daughters at ringside. Hugs his three. Uh, the McMahon grandchildren, seldomly on television. Uh, I don't think we've ever have actually seen yeah. their faces. This might be the first. Yeah, I think so. Possibly so, the start. At least of, for now. The start of something of amazing, many. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but leaving his boots, you know, of course, the symbolic sign that his in-ring career has come to an end. Um, and it, 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 it was a nice send-off. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He, got, he said a couple words. Just thank you, everyone. Welcome to night two. And uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised that if he would even be uh, if he would even be able to, able to appear in front of a crowd. I'm sure that gets your heart racing just being in front of <laughs> seventy thousand people. I mean, it would probably does. But hey, Triple H has done this many times before. He knows how to keep yeah. his cool. So very cool moment. Uh, also noticeably a little bit slimmer, but that's to be expected. He hmm. can't keep up the lifestyle yeah. he used to have but uh let's go to the first match of the night rk bro defending those raw tag titles against street profits and alpha academy uh three guys in the ring at a time those are the rules they they, they always switch it up but uh rk bro super over as usual uh montez ford doing some big dives the flip over the ring post to the floor uh, so Gable comes in. He hits his big moonsault off the top rope to the floor. 
and then like most RK Bro matches, Riddle gets isolated and beaten down for a while, and uh, but he's able to hit the Bro to sleep, and then gets the hot tag out Norton. So they go on a roll there, and uh, yeah, a bunch of big double team moves. Uh, Montez climbs to the top rope to go for his frog splash, but then Riddle springboards up right beside him, jumps off the top rope, hits a super RKO, spiking Ford down hard. Out of nowhere, too. Oh, boy, one hell of an RKO. Yeah, that was an awesome RKO. And then Gable comes flying in on the other side of the ring. Big dive at Randy. He gets caught midair with his own car RKO. So everyone's out. Uh, RK bro, get the win. Great match to retain. Great match to retain. We didn't. We didn't think. Yeah. We. Uh, I think we thought you know, maybe they. Maybe they wouldn't. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's a chance. Uh, and no one. No. No one was mad at the end. I think at the end, uh, the Street Profits are offer RKO uh, a little beverage before Chad Gable comes in and. Uh, well, they invite the other Gable in first. Gable Steve's too many Gables. Go back to Shorty. Too many games. Go back to Shorty G. Too many games. No, no, no. You of all people. I can't <laughs> believe you just. Uh, but yeah, they go to have a drink with Gable Stevenson, and then Chad Gable smacks it away. So we have a little battle of the Gables. Stevenson takes off his shirt and suplexes Chad Gable all over the ring. And uh, yeah, I guess that was his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. And uh, his, his entrance to the scene. Yeah. So. Uh, that was that fun match there. Uh, after this, we had Omos taking on Bobby Lashley, the new babyface Bobby Lashley. Crowds all chanting for him, and uh, Omos just pounds away on him for a bit. Tries to squeeze the life out of him with the big bear hug, but Lashley's able to resist, and he starts hurting Omos. And then the big spot, he suplexes Omos. Not really a vertical, it's kind of a snap suplex, but uh, still, he got him. Uh, and then he spears Omos in the back, followed by a spear to the front, and pins Omos, handing him his first defeat in singles action. Uh, wasn't a very good match, but... Yeah, not much to it, besides <laughs> that suplex, like you said. You know, cool spot. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't even, like, that impressive, where he, like, deadlifted him. It was more just, like, a little little jump. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Eh, it's a little bizarre. Who knows? Bianca Belair could suplex him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, also kind of surprising, you know, you spent all this time protecting Omos for a year and he just kind of loses. So, hmm. whatever. At least uh, I guess they want to keep Lashley hot because he's one of the next guys that can challenge for the world title, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe back to that one day. I mean, I think Bobby Lashley is a, is in the main event scene. Yeah, he's kind of... He's not like a Jinder Mahal where he'll never come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just move along. We got Sami Zayn taking on Johnny Knoxville. Anything goes match. This is going to be a lot of fun. Johnny Knoxville gets a big pop. So the crowd's already into it on his side. And uh, comes out with the silly like superhero outfit, stuntman kind of thing. He's got sports goggles on and. Uh, sit in front row. You got Dref Tremaine, Jasper, Dark Shark, some of the new Jackass crew. The Jackass crew. Jackass Forever crew there, yeah. Uh, the bell rings, and Sammy, right off the bat, just blasts Johnny with a big haluva kick that Johnny took very well. 
And uh, so Sammy's in control. He goes to mock some of those jackass guys, but turns around right into a fire extinguisher from Johnny, gets sprayed in the face. And, uh, that's when Johnny goes under the ring, pulls out some weapons. Uh, we get a cookie sheet, a crutch, garbage can, all that fun stuff. Uh, but Sammy ends up using them on him and then goes under the ring to pull out some tables, one of which is covered in mouse traps. So we'll get back to that later. <laughs> because Johnny comes in with two garbage can lens and just, uh, just smashes them on Sammy like a pair of cymbals. And, uh, hits him with a stop sign. We get a table set up in the corner. Uh, but Sammy grabs Knoxville and hits a big exploder suplex, breaking him through the table. Big bump there for Johnny, but he kicks out of that. So uh, Sammy sets him up in the corner, goes for another halluva kick, but then Johnny pulls out an air horn and just blasts it right in his face, deafening him, stopping him right in his tracks. Pretty funny little moment there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's when party boy Chris Pontius shows up and he's dancing around the ring and Sammy's going, what the fuck? And then he strips off his pants and shirts and he's grinding right on Sammy, but he gets shoved down, beaten up. Sammy's having none of it. Uh, and then he goes to look under the ring and that's when Wee Man comes out. I knew, I knew, I knew Wee Man was going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling we got a couple more cameos, but uh, a huge pop for Wee Man. He's just pounding away on Sammy. Crowd's going nuts. Uh, Wee Man gets in the ring and then he has his Andre the Giant moment when he picks up Sammy, hits a scoop slam. Crowd popped so big for that. <laughs> Such a fun moment. Uh... Knoxville jumps in, hits a big tornado DDT. Uh, Sammy kicks out though, big near fall. Michael Cole, he was laughing his ass off. Having I've never heard him have so much. I fun in Michael Cole had no <laughs> clue how to do how to how to do work on this on this match. He was he was liking it too much. I've never seen him like yeah. it. Yeah, I think Pat McAfee's rubbing off on him in a good way. In a good like, way, very much so. Yeah, so they're having fun. Uh, the Jackass crew now all working together. They pull out this contraption from under the ring it's got a a leg ready to kick uh but then sammy runs in hits wee man with a stiff halluva kick and then uh yeah knocks down johnny at some point johnny was bleeding a little bit from the forehead i don't know sports goggles were too tight or something must must have been uh so sammy's in control climbs to the top rope ready to do a dive onto johnny but knoxville lifts up his hand he's got a remote and then he presses the button. Pyro shoots off from the turnbuckle that Sammy's standing on. So it burns his ass and his balls. And he falls down into the ring. Uh, and then Johnny's got this bag of tricks. He pulls out a bowling ball. Chucks it right down the lane into Sammy's gonads. And uh, then he brings Sammy over to the little kicking device. The leg. He pulls the lever. The leg punts Sammy in the balls. I got to say, great ring psychology from Knoxville, just working the body part. Well, yeah, he's, working, he's really the, working the groin. <laughs> yeah, he's really found his, uh, his his groove here, and uh, he reaches back into the bag of tricks, pulls out the little electric stun gun, starts to stalk Sammy with it, so Sammy rolls out of the ring, tries to run away, but runs right into the giant hand, what slaps him flat on his ass, straight out of the Jackass movies here. This was amazing. Straight, might have been the same prop. Might have been the very same. And uh, during this match, you texted me saying, hey, there's a podium beside the announce table. Maybe something's going to happen tonight. And uh, I think this, is ended, this ended up being what it was for. That's but what it was. 
Uh, I gotta say, the framing, like the whole shot, the way they framed it, you never saw the hand until it hit Sammy. So just like, no. yeah, the blocking, the, the angles, perfect. Uh, so anyways, we're getting right near the end here. Uh, they get back in the ring. Sammy climbs the top rope, but then Johnny, once again, working those testicles, grabs him with a pair of tongs, uh, throws him off the top rope, through the mousetrap table, which was on the floor. So he's down. The entire Jackass crew reach underneath the ring and pull out a gigantic mousetrap. So this thing is set up in the ring. Johnny zaps Sammy with a taser, lays him down on the mousetrap, and then he pulls the string. Uh, it doesn't activate, so he has to kind of go in and reach in with his arm and do it himself. But it goes off. The trap lands right on Sammy's shoulders. He's pinned down, can't move. Johnny covers him, gets the three. What a win. What a match. So much goddamn fun. Yeah, it, it was just so fun. And to see two kids from Montreal having fun on a WrestleMania card, it just makes you feel good. Like, uh, it makes makes me feel good as a Canadian, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're not out there doing the flips and the big moves, but hey, we're in the fun matches. And you know what? Uh, I'll take that. I'll take that for us. Yeah, I mean, the crowd was on for, you know, along for the ride, every single bit, all the props, all the cameos, everything was well done. And uh, Pat, Mac uh, Pat McAfee had one line um, when Pontius came out and he ripped off his clothes and he's doing his party boy thing. McAfee, uh, McAfee uh, screams out, his cheeks were just starting to get over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McAfee had a bunch of great lines yeah this tonight. might have been one of my uh, favorite quotes of uh of the weekend <laughs> his cheeks <laughs> although if i was sammy you know the man gets screwed all the time i think he's got some beef here he can say his shoulders were never pinned to the mat they, because he was laying on top of a mouse trap. good point good point so who knows maybe they'll follow that on smackdown but Let's move along. We've got the Women's Tag Team Championships up for grabs. Carmella, Zelina defending against Natalia, Shayna, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Sasha Banks, and Naomi. Uh, Sasha and Naomi had a special entrance. They did the, or they drove out in a green Lamborghini, and Sasha was actually driving herself. That's a pretty narrow clearance on the stage. Uh, but it, so. I hope they practiced that one. She handled it like a boss, if I do say so. Uh, Rhea and Liv also had a little little Batman Catwoman thing going on there, mm -hmm. uh, which Corey Graves thought was Donnie Darko. Yeah, yeah, which... and and then yeah, you know when you're being corrected immediately on commentary, you're you fucked yeah. up, and I think that's what Jimmy Smith did. And it's also, I mean, Donnie Darko wasn't the one that was the bunny. That was a whole different character. Yeah, so. that was his whole... Like he double that fucked That was... The, yeah. <laughs> Dumbass Corey He double Graves. fucked up, Corey, you stupid fuck. Uh, but anyways, I liked... Uh, I thought it was cool. Rhea Ripley doing the uh, the eye makeup. You could tell it was a reference to Robert Pattinson's Batman with just like a bunch of... Yeah, just looked cool. Mm -hmm. Anyways, on to the match. Only two people in the ring at a time. Crowd was super hot, especially for Sasha. She was the biggest star out of anyone here in this match and I mean she's a main event player but uh, everyone has their turns getting their ring getting their heat bodies hitting the canvas all at once uh, or yeah they did a big four women in each corner they had the, uh, the big double tower of doom spots mm -hmm. so eight people all slamming down uh, which I gotta think do you think eight 
of those women weighs more or less than Brock Lesnar plus Big Show? Because that broke the ring. And well, I, I think Braun and uh, Big Show broke the ring one time. Too. <laughs> that too. Do you think eight women can equal two of them in weight? Yes. <laughs> but not in kayfabe. Not kayfabe. Otherwise, not kayfabe this, pounds. Because this ring should have exploded. It should have. Uh, anyways, Rhea and Liv hit this cool double team riptide backstabber move. Uh, but then Sasha and Naomi take over control, hit their new tag team finisher. It's like a wheelbarrow suplex into a code breaker. Uh, and that gives them the win. So new tag champs, Sasha and Naomi. And uh, Sasha was actually getting emotional during the celebration because, believe it or not, this is their first ever win at WrestleMania. Are you After going like 0-5. Wow, seriously? Yeah, she has not been treated with the respect. Wow. So, uh, yeah, nice moment. Match was pretty good. I mean, only two teams that I wanted to win, and so at least one of them won. And with the um, with you know without the mid card titles being on the uh, on the card on the WrestleMania card at all, this was only our second title change of the fucking weekend. Yeah, I definitely didn't win that bet. So, but we'll cover those at the end, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good match. So let's just move along. Edge taking on AJ Styles, and uh, this is where the stage. Goes into business for himself. Because uh, right when AJ Styles comes out for his entrance, we see he's got a cut. He's bleeding from the cheek. Looks like he got punched in the face or something. Uh, <laughs> so everyone's saying, what the fuck happened? And Meltzer tweets out, says it was Pyro, but that wasn't the case. And uh, someone on Twitter posted a video showing right from the angle down on the floor that uh, right when AJ walks out, he nails his face right on the star. The sharp edge of the rest. We've all done it. Logo. You try to turn a corner and you take it a little <laughs> too tight. We've all done it. Uh, we've just—I just personally haven't done it on the grandest stage of them all, uh, and that's exactly what happened. He knocked his face right off of the Titan Tron. Uh, but AJ Styles yeah. is such a pro, you would have no idea. <laughs> Except for the blood dripping down his cheek. Yeah, but even he but didn't notice that. I know, but uh, <laughs> I mean, he has the match hasn't even started, and Edge—a sharp edge—has already cut him. So. <laughs> Uh, but, um, yeah, I was just, there was like 30 seconds though, where the wild speculation, like, imagine, did Vince punch him in the face in Gorilla? It's like, give me the bulldog, god damn it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I need a good match. Need uh, a good match. <laughs> god damn it. But, <laughs> so anyways, uh, Edge, he had a pretty cool entrance. This big giant platform just on fire, raises through the flames and uh, big black throne. Flames shooting up everywhere. Very cool looking. And, uh, yeah, we get the match. Probably the most pure wrestling match of the weekend, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely the longest at over 24 minutes. And Yeah, just traditional wrestling. Lots of time here to tell the story they wanted. And crowd was pretty split. Cheering for both guys here. And, uh, they both tell their body parts. When AJ goes for a, a springboard 450, Edge puts up the knees. So AJ's hurt his ribs, Edge hurt his knees, so they both just kind of play into that for the rest of the match. Uh, Edge even pulls out a label lock, little Brian Danielson thing, and uh, they fight to the top rope. AJ suplexes Edge right onto the edge of the apron, and uh, soon after that he hits the Styles Clash, but Edge is able to kick out of that. So he lines up for the phenomenal forearm, but that's when Damian Priest shows up. 
uh, with a darker look here. All black leather. He's got some chainmail in his hair. Uh, <laughs> so this distracts AJ for a split second. He goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Edge catches him mid-ear with a spear, gets the three. Uh, and then afterwards, Priest gets in the rings, celebrates with Edge. So it looks like we got the start of a new group, which I think could be really cool. A new stable by the look by the looks of it. Yeah, Priest, this could be the direction he needs, you know. After going on an undefeated streak for a year, you know what? Damian Priest really needs it. <laughs> I mean, character-wise. Just character-wise. None of this. Character-wise. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, this, yeah. Yeah. This was uh, this was gangbusters. This whole thing. I love a straight. I love a straight-up wrestling match. He uh, Edge looked badass. The entrance was superb. He kind of emerged from the those flames. Yeah. Um. And uh, it, yeah, it was all just cool. It was all just cool. AJ Styles continues to be one of the best in the business. And yeah, what else? What else can we do, right? Yeah, it did everything it needed mm -hmm. to be. Just pure wrestling. Uh, and then after that, we got Sheamus and Reg Holland versus Kofi and Xavier. The match that wasn't good enough for night one. Uh, New Day, they were wearing the outfit Big E wore when he won the WWE title. So, nice tribute there. Wearing the singlet, which is not, neither of these two yeah. guys wear the singlet. They all look <laughs> super bizarre, to, personally. I thought yeah, they, they, looked, they They don't fill it out the same they way. They don't fill it out. <laughs> and because to go with that, like, Big E doesn't wear knee pads. He doesn't wear, like, the boots all the way up his, uh, to his knees. He doesn't wear elbow pads. So, these guys were, like, kind of bare for the first time in, uh, in their career. Yeah, bit of a weird look, but uh, fun tribute either way. Um, and the whole match, you had Butch running around ringside. This guy, he's like a little yapping Pomeranian. That's what now. I he's out of control. Yeah, he's like a little dog. That's just like, <laughs> rah, 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 rah. yeah. Like Seamus was literally just grabbing him by the collar, just holding, restraining him. That's all he did the whole match. Hey, putting uh, over the tenacity of the newcomer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but he ends up getting involved, distracts the ref. Sheamus hits a broke kick. Ridge Holland hits Northern Grit, and that gives him the win in one minute and 40 seconds. Shortest match on the show. So the New Day's big tribute ends up being pinned by the very man that broke their best friend's neck. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, too bad. Um I guess at least they got on the WrestleMania card. I'm sure they still want it to be on the card, so it's better than nothing. Yeah, they got on. I mean, I was super I was super surprised last night when, or sorry, on night one when the KO show started. And I was like, wait, we still have one match to go. There's no way that the New Day are main eventing. <laughs> no. Uh, but even with bumping it to night two, night two still ended up being shorter than night one. So I think it was the right call for that. For, uh, yeah, when it comes to that. Hmm. The timing, but let's move on. We got Austin Theory uh, with Vince McMahon in his corner taking on Pat McAfee, who uh, comes out to the White Stripe Seven Nation Army. Uh, great track. Crowd's all, we all know the song. They're cheering, they're singing the song. And, yeah, that's, that's uh, the best yeah. way to do it. Uh, like, nobody's, what, are you going to premiere a brand new ring song? At WrestleMania, no, just put on a song that everybody can sing along to. Yeah, no, it's nice uh, that McAfee, like he handpicked this song, so it's nice that he's got some clout there to be able to get this to work. Uh, and the match itself was great. You know, McAfee comes out hot, 
everything he does is smooth. We know how hard he works, uh, trains for this, and so pulls out some nice hurricane ranas. Uh, crowds all chanting his name. They're going back and forth. Uh, McAfee goes for a swanton bomb, but Theory avoids that. And uh, yeah, they fight their way up to the top rope. Theory shoves Pat, but he backflips, lands perfectly on his feet, and then runs and leaps all the way up to the top rope. Great vertical leap there. Hits a big superplex. Uh, Michael Cole was going nuts, just loving his partner. He's like, cover him, Pat! Cover him! Uh, yeah, Michael Cole. I loved it. Like the jackass match earlier, this one is really, uh, I don't know. He's loosened up. I loved how much he was openly rooting for Pat during the thing. Yeah, there were a couple good spots on this too. Pat McAfee was on commentary while in the matches. <laughs> yeah, he goes and grabs the headset and uh, Michael Cole was even standing up when he was calling parts of the match. So. Uh, an ode to Mr. McAfee himself. Exactly. Uh, but then Austin Theory, he has his big comeback, goes for the ATL, but McAfee's able to counter that into a roll-up and he gets the three. And Michael Cole screams, McAfee wins! McAfee wins! Mm -hmm. The crowd's all singing Seven Nation Army. We're having a great time. McAfee's celebrating. Uh, Austin Theory's leaving with Vince McMahon, but then McAfee just starts talking trash to McMahon. Like, hey, old man, I beat your guy. So Vince takes it personal. He starts taking off his tie, takes off his jacket, and then he rips off his shirt, revealing his classic back black tank top underneath, and he gets in the ring, and then so does a referee. So the crowd's like, whoo-hoo, what the hell's going on here? Uh, Austin Theory attacks Pat from behind, and then the bell rings. So we got a bonus match. Uh, Vince McMahon, at age, what, 72 years old? 70, I don't know how old. 70 something. Wow. <laughs> Taking on Pat McAfee. Uh, it wasn't pretty. Vince, he hits a couple clotheslines. Not very good looking. Uh, Theory grabs Pat from behind, yanks him right into the ring post, genitals first. And then Theory gives Vince a football. And then Vince just teases like he's going to punt it into the crowd. But then instead he punts it right into Pat's midsection. And then covers him and gets the three. Uh, it was really bad. Yeah, th Pretty yeah th this one this one was bad, uh, I got yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, I mean, I, mean, I guess it was only bad for so long. Of course, you know. Yeah, he, I think at the end of the day, the crowd's like, "Hey, we got a surprise Vince McMahon bonus match." We got a surprise. So. Well, not only do we get a surprise <laughs> Vince McMahon bonus match, but uh, during Vinnie Mac's celebration, the glass shatters. Stone Cold oh, yeah. comes back down to the ring, um, and throughout the discourse, <laughs> I have to say. Delivers what has to be one. And like <laughs> it's like whose fault is their combined age is like a hundred and thirty nine. Whose fault? Who, there's no. It's nobody's fault. These are old. It's men. Vince's fault. These are no. Old, it's Vince's fault. Old men. And I thought in that moment he tore both his quads again. Uh, I did too for a second. <laughs> I thought at the way that he just like collapsed. The way he stumbled and like had trouble getting back uh, up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Austin delivers what has to be one of the ugliest stunners of all time to Vince McMahon. Who was never good out of all the stunners? Vince McMahon never took it the best, anyways. Yeah, but better than this. I mean, just... uh, better than this. And then, of course, yeah, uh, when he first slipped, I'm like, oh no, both quads oh, are oh, out because no, he quads. just like fell. <laughs> and then Austin had to like pick him up and he bounced and, off and the ropes. Like, like, his quads are out. <laughs> his quads are out. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you can see the look on so called face. He's laughing the whole time, too. He's like, come here. Oh, yeah. He knows. He's like, my last stunner ever may be the worst. Come ever. here, old man. So then, of course, well, he didn't want the last stunner ever to be his last stunner ever. So he, uh, after, after he makes a save, he helps Pat McAfee up, gives Pat McAfee a beer before giving a great stunner to Pat McAfee. Yeah. Um, yeah. again, uh, you know, we saw it with Kevin Owens the night before we saw it with Pat, Pat McAfee tonight, dude, imagine taking a stunner in the middle of the ring <laughs> at WrestleMania like that. That's, that's the dream. That is millions of people's dreams, uh, yeah. actually. And, uh, and then he stands tall. He, uh, he gives the crowd one kind of like little sign off. Um, yeah, a few more beers. And uh, Austin Theory sold a great stunner um, uh, there, too. <laughs> he, he did the pop back up, you know, where you take it, then you yeah. jump back. Yeah, yeah, huge height on that stunner. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Obviously, the Vince match was bad, but didn't really affect. Doesn't change my perception of the <laughs> of the night. No, no. Like, you see that, and I, you have no expectations. It's just like, you shouldn't have, Vince. You shouldn't have. But, <laughs> you know, he it's entertainment. and we. But, you know, uh, so the Vince McMahon moment for me that was one where the crowd reacted nice the crowd gave a great reaction when he when he started to unbutton his shirt and then he stopped and then he did it again i was like yeah, yeah this is why you're in charge of wrestling um <laughs> but it, it does make me wonder though sometimes with these vince mcmahon moments like it, it, the kids have no clue who he is right and I think they know who he is. Do, do they? Do we think that a seven-year-old knows who Vince McMahon is? I mean, he, we haven't seen Vince McMahon since he sh- he said, "Where have you been?" When when we went back to live audiences, <laughs> and then with COVID, yeah. I can't even think the last time we saw Vince McMahon like pre-COVID. Like, there's a chance you have no idea who this person is. <laughs> there's a chance. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, the, certain, certain like things like that to me, you know, that I do wonder. And also, I was also thinking similar uh, perceptions, but with Cody Rhodes, right? If you're between the ages of like nine to six, you have, there's a chance you have no clue the fuck this person is. And you don't know why his return is such a big deal. And uh, I'd be curious, you know, like to be there live and then like, you know, maybe there's some kids sitting around you or whatever and you're going nuts because like, holy shit, Cody Rhodes is here. And these kids are just like, mom, who's that? And you just want to <laughs> strangle this kid. It's like, what do you mean? Who's that? No, 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 no. Go home, kid. <laughs> well, we got one more match before we go home from WrestleMania, the main event. The most stupendous, biggest match of all time, they call it. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar from both the Universal and WWE title. Uh, unification match, as they say. Um, <laughs> they say, but they really, say yeah. as they say, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, no real special entrance for either man. Uh, yeah, just kind of regular. Yeah. I mean, there's pyro, but... No props or anything, but that doesn't matter. No, Brock, the Brock bell. came down by himself. Um, Roman Reigns, of course, accompanied by Paul Heyman. That was about it. Yeah. Right when the bell rings, Lesnar takes off his gloves, so he's not fucking around. And, uh, he's in control early on until outside the ring. Reigns spears him through the barricade. You know exactly where. Uh, and then he hits another spear inside the ring, but Brock kicks out of that. So he hits Lesnar with multiple Superman punches. But Brock fights back, hits a bunch of suplexes, and then an F5. But Roman kicks out. He goes for another F5. But Reigns gouges Lesnar's eyes and then spears him right into referee, knocking out Chad Patton. 
so while the ref's down, he low blows Brock, and then Heyman hands him the title. He smashes him in the head with that, makes the cover. The ref revives, but Brock kicks out. So Reigns pulls out a spear, hits him in the back, pulls out another one, hits him in the front. Uh, but Lesnar is able to catch him in a Kimura lock. Reigns is in trouble, can't reach the ropes. Uh, so Heyman just very just pushes it just with his fingers and makes it makes it just enough so Roman breaks the hold. Uh, so Lesnar goes for another F five, but Reigns escapes, hits another spear, and just like that, one two three, Roman Reigns undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Yeah, maybe a bit of an anticlimactic ending. I don't really know what I, much, I don't I know what I was expecting, but maybe not this. Yeah, either way, I walked away disappointed from the match. Never really. I mean, they hit a bunch of finishers, but it felt like it never really got that crazy. Never. I mean, they said blood. There was not a drop of blood. AJ bled more than a- this. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, I there mean, was absolutely, yeah, absolutely not right. Um, of course, Rain celebrates at the end. Both, you know, both titles in his big hand. Pyro. P- big pyro in and out of the arena. <laughs> and out of the arena, yeah. which is Whole certainly the visual. That we needed, yeah. It's I maybe it just didn't quite meet up to those expectations, especially when you're big big quotations unifying your two main titles. Yeah, it just didn't feel that special. Didn't feel like that big of a match. Um, yeah, and it was pretty short. You know, like twelve minutes or something. And uh, overall, yeah, I felt like night two was not as good as night one. Still a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, with the main event just kind of being disappointing, and I guess that changed it a little bit. But overall, ton of fun weekend. Uh, three for three on the celebrities: Johnny Knoxville, Logan Paul, Pat McAfee. All killed it. Yeah, they all crushed it. They all crushed it. Yeah, so lots of big moments, surprises, good stuff for the weekend. Um, yeah, overall, great weekend. And uh, you know, on the surprise legend stuff, they. Uh, they underpromised, overdelivered. So, yeah. Only thing we didn't get was the rock at the end. Well, that's it? really the moment that <laughs> I was waiting for. Uh, that yeah. I was kind of like not, you know, I mean, because it was far fetched maybe to think about in the first place. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily. I, but I was like, kind yeah, of yeah. like, you know, a Roman celebrating there. He's holding his titles above. He has his little, you know, flower necklace on. And then I'm kind of and, you know, right before the copyright thing comes in the bottom corner, I'm kind of like, OK, here we go. If you if you <laughs> smell. OK, OK. Yeah. And then then the copyright thing came on and I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. It's it's it's. But they have you. The, they have faked us out once or twice with that copyright. Yes. Put it up early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what? I thought to myself, you know, maybe there's a chance, but uh, hey, never say never, right? We got a year. We got a year to build to that. Never say never. But that was it. That was both nights of WrestleMania. That was both nights of WrestleMania 38. Before we take a break, should we cover our prop bets? Yeah, let's get to those fun old things. Okay, fantastic. Um... A couple right off the bat. A couple easy ones here. Most likely to return. Yeah. We both got Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Most likely to debut. The fact that he stepped into a wrestling <laughs> ring. Yeah. I mean, it's really the only debut you could really call. Gable Steveson. And oh, the others, the other one. celebrities had been in matches prior. I would not call that a debut. 
yeah. total runtime for both nights. We were way we off. We were on this way one. off on this one. Now I clocked this at seven hours and forty eight minutes. Yeah, so we were over an hour off on each. It was the it was the, the goddamn time. video packages between matches. Yeah, so I've heard that Peacock has a different feed, so like they play actual commercials sometimes between stuff, whereas I just saw like video packages. Oh, okay, because I also saw video packages. Maybe the video packages were to cover commercial lengths. I think I think so, because there's yeah when they do like those random features, just like talking about Bobby Lashley for a couple minutes. Yeah, and you're like, why? Just fucking play the match. Okay, that that could make sense. Okay. Uh, The longest match of the weekend, of course, was Edge and AJ Styles. Yeah, I think you got that I one I got right. that one. The total length was 24 minutes and 28 seconds. I was about a minute off, but, uh, you know, still. Yeah. Uh, the shortest match of the weekend uh, was actually the New Day and Sheamus and Ridge Holland coming in at 144. Yeah. Not surprising considering I got bumped from night one. Really not surprising <laughs> that uh, it ended up being the shortest. Uh, 24-7 title changes the second year in a row with zero <laughs> changes. Yeah, we might cut that one next year. We'll see. Might have to cut that <laughs> one. Um, coming up next year, who will jump or fall off the tallest thing? No one. Um, yeah, I can't really. No, nope. nothing really taller than the top yeah, rope. Right? Yeah, which I which I can't consider <laughs> to be taller yeah, because so many people exactly did. like there was so. no one even got pushed Thought off of the wash. fucking stage or something. So unfortunately, that one is uh, was uh, a wash. Also, the most likely submission victory. No one. I guess, yeah, we didn't have any. Not even yeah. in the match. Hmm. You had picked Ronda. I had picked Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, we thought for sure. One At of least us that fine. match will be the submission match. That was not the case. Uh, total number of title changes for both nights. Only three. Yeah, I said five. You so said I five. I said four. One. You know, I'm. Th- that, that was kind of what got me. If Boogs <laughs> and Nakamura were supposed to win, because I I came yeah. into this hard that Charlotte was going to walk out as champion. I knew I knew that yeah. going in. That's what, yeah, that's what screwed me. Uh, and then the Boogs broke the bracket. Boogs broke the bracket. Most pyro. Um, I mean, I I would give it to Roman at the end of WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd give it to Roman too, just because he got the before and the after. Yeah. Uh, Cody was a close second, though. Cody was a close second, Um, especially the way Cody's, it came all the way up the ramp, like, before he even came out. That was super cool. Uh, Biggest pop. Yeah, I got to go Stone Cold. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin wins this one (laughs) handsomely. Uh, of course, and uh, and like on like both nights were also fucking huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, most booed. Now I came out with uh, yeah. Th- this this one was a little this one was a little closer <laughs> because Logan Paul did a lot of booing stuff. He came out and got booed. He did the Eddie thing and got a big boo from my family room. <laughs> Anyone else who yeah. was anyone else who you would put to be more booed than he was? No, I think Logan Paul was number one, and Kevin Owens. I mean, Kevin Owens got booed, but it wasn't with like the same. Yeah, kind it, of was hate. Like, it was more like it was promo heat that he got. Yeah, it, it was like we're playing along because you're against Austin. Yeah. Um, uh, the sleeper hit of the weekend. What would you call the sleeper hit? Uh, I guess I would say 
Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville. Not that I expected it to be bad, but I think it ended up being maybe even my favorite match from night two. Wow, okay. We're just saying something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was actually going to give the edge to the uh, Mysterio's Paul Miz match. Yeah, no, that's a good um, choice. Too. But either way, it was neither one that. Either uh, way, celebrities killed it. Either, yeah, oh, celebrities were the fucking uh, thing of the night. Either way, it was not matches that you or I called. Um, and then finally, <laughs> who will bleed? <laughs> I mean, AJ Styles. Rand- didn't pick him, Randy but he bled. Orton bled. Randy had a little cut. Randy too. had a, a little, little cut, cut maybe eye. like a, kind of like in his lip or something. But there was and Knoxville. Knoxville, Knoxville had some blood, bit. but you know, you and I both picked Roman <laughs> considering they said there would be blood. Yeah, they promised pretty much, but uh, yeah, no, definitely we can, neither of us got that one. Um, and then finally, uh, we have one more category, the longest entrance, which I need to review. Okay. Unless, yeah, unless you were, okay, out. yeah, because I didn't, no. I didn't get everything. Uh, and I think like halfway through, I kind of reformatted where the end time was. So I will be going back and watching every single WrestleMania entrance so we can figure this out. Because, Mike, this might actually end up being the deciding um, oh. the, the, the deciding bet. Because right now, as it stands, okay. you have five correct answers. I have four. This could okay. this could actually you know make things uh, sway things for a tie, but either way, there were way too many categories that you and I completely fucking blanked on. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's wrestling. You never know what to expect. <laughs> that's wrestling, baby. You never go what to expect. Uh, we should take a break, though. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Come back. I guess. God, what? God, this, I mean, honestly, this show could go on for hours. So we're gonna come back. We're gonna probably bring you back some uh, some NXT stand and deliver. Maybe we'll hint on a bit of raw, and uh, you're gonna want to you're yeah. gonna want to listen though because it is certainly the the Monday Night Raw fallout. Yeah, and we got some yeah a little bit of everything. Back here with the second half of the podcast, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. Um, God. That has to be probably our longest first half of podcasting ever for us pers- us personally. <laughs> they, I mean, this, this has turned into an episode of Rogan or something where we arbitrarily uh, <laughs> talk about COVID for four and a half hours. I mean, I think it goes to show we could make it in the the AM radio business. An hour and a half, no breaks, no standing up to go to the bathroom. The, and that's AM radio for you, baby. I mean, they take commercials like every 30 minutes. Yeah, those, those lazy sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, TSN 1050. If you'd like to have a wrestling show, reach out to us. Reach out. To We'd love to do it. We'll just, we'll, 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 <laughs> we got, we got the, we got the time, baby. So let's give you, uh, <laughs> let's move on through the, um, the WrestleMania weekend, though, uh, because NXT did have their big pay per view. Their first NXT 2.0's very first big pay per view. Um, our little NXT grows up so fast. Uh, so it's about time that we bring you, uh, NXT Stand and Deliver. Yeah. And, uh, Unlike WrestleMania, this pre-show actually had a match on it. So I don't know if you checked out the pre-show, but you missed something if you didn't. I did not. (laughs) Well, uh, tag titles were on the line. Toxic Attraction, Raquel Dakota. Uh, I don't have to tell you the whole thing, but uh, basically 
Toxic Attraction's in control when Wendy Chu shows up. Smacks her with a pillow, splashes her drink in Gigi Dolan's face. Uh, so that kind of takes them out. Back in the ring, Dakota kick, hits her pump kick. Raquel hits the Chingola bomb and gets the win. So Raquel and Dakota, once again, tag chance. Oh, yeah. Um, on, on a pre-show, of all things, um, for, a ti- for a title change. Yeah. So uh, the match itself was pretty decent. Gigi and JC looking really smooth together. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it maybe after, but there's a there'll, there'll be a title rematch. I'm sure there'll be a rematch <laughs> of some kind. There always is. Yeah, but let's get to the main show. What better way to kick off than with the North American title ladder match? Carmelo Hayes defending against Cameron Grimes, Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller, and Santos Escobar. And yeah, just a fun fun start to the the show. You got Trick Williams at ringside. Uh, looking real nice. I love the suit he was wearing. Flash stuff. Ooh, yeah. He missed, he shot and leather pants. He shops at Seth Rollins <laughs> from Seth Rollins's closet, I'm sure. Maybe. And uh, of course, he would get involved multiple times throughout the match. Uh, Escobar, he had a good showing. He had some he had some like Ultimate Warrior kind of gear going on it. Uh, Legato was at ringside. Grayson Waller had Sanga at ringside. So lots of other guys getting involved and uh, we had lots of dives, flips, jumps off the ropes, off the ladder, uh, big bumps, getting smacked with the ladder. Uh, Grayson Waller had a nice big cutter to Escobar off the ladder. Uh, and then a bit later, Escobar has his big spot when he does the old sunset sunset flip off the ladder, slamming Sokoa into another ladder. Uh Trick Williams, he sets up a ladder, but then Sanga comes in with his arm, he just chops the metal right between the ladder rips the whole thing in half with his bare fan with his bare hands Ugh. so yeah he's a tough guy uh and then legato del Fantasma, they all get in the ring gang up on him including electra lopez who hits a big springboard dive to the floor so everyone's getting involved uh sola sokoa he goes for the same spot that took out took out boogs's knee he picks up two guys on his shoulders that's always going to scare me now. Yeah, well, now that's the new scary but, move, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, he drops him down. The weight is too much. Uh, don't do that to your knees. So Don't do it, kids. Trick Williams. <laughs> Trick Williams gets in the ring, starts climbing the ladder, but he's scared. He's scared of heights. Uh, and when he gets to the top, Grimey's on the other side, or he tips the ladder from the bottom. So Trick Williams with the big fall all the way over the ropes to the floor. Uh Waller and Escobar climb the ladders. Escobar hit a nice hurricanrana off the ladder. And then we get the old, uh, the two ladders set up across from the ring to the barricade. So they're both, uh, Carmelo and Grimes get laid out. Grayson Waller climbs up the huge ladder beside them. He goes for his patented through the legs elbow drop. But both men move out of the way and he crashes hard. Slams his arm into this ladder. Didn't break the ladder. It just looked like it really hurt. <laughs> yeah, there was some. Yeah, you know, a ladder a ladder match is gonna give you some of those spots, right? Yeah, but normally I think they use like a wooden ladder and it snaps. This looked like a real ladder. Oh, uh, I didn't know they were made of wood. Sometimes they. Are. I think the ones that break are made of wood, and they spray paint them silver. Interesting. A little trick, huh? Trick of the trade. But, anyways, big die from Waller. Holy shit, chance! I couldn't tell if he was actually hurt or not because he was clutching his arm. So. You never know in wrestling, just like with Boogs, although you knew. Oh, I I knew. I knew. (laughs) 
back in the ring, Escobar hits the Phantom Driver, and then Carmelo, or he hits that on Carmelo, but then Cameron Grimes flies in with a cave-in off the top rope. So now everyone's down. He's all alone. And something you don't really see at the end, he scurries up this ladder. The adrenaline, he just climbs right up to the top, to the moon, unhooks the North American title. So finally, our boy, Grimy, he's done it. Our boy, yeehaw! Yeah, this, yeah, uh, dude. If if you want to start an NXT show, just put on a fucking ladder match. Like they, it's time and time again they've done this, and every single time it's a hit. Yeah, definitely a hit. You know, I don't know if uh, anything has lived up to the five star of the first. Well, match, I mean, but. yeah, <laughs> to the first one, uh, you know, that was they set the mark so high. They they truly did. Um, but yeah, this um. There was this one bit, um, Grayson Waller is becoming this younger athletic Miz to me. There was this one bit <laughs> where everyone was doing like a tope or a flip to the outside of the ring, and then Grayson Waller hyped himself up like he was going to do the same, only to stop, mm-hmm. grab the ladder, <laughs> and then like, you know, it's like those little things, those little things that, well, you're going to be slimy for the rest of your life. Um, which I really love to see. And one thing when it comes to Solo Sokoa, we're chanting Uso, bud. Just fucking, just, just name him. Just rename him Uso. Yeah, he like, shouldn't break. Just, uh, Solo Uso. Solo Uso, so- Uso Sokoa, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Uso, or just Sokoa call him fucking Jim. I don't give a shit. But we're, the fans are chanting Uso. They're going to do it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just just get into that. Just get into that. Um, either way, uh, what else am I going to say? Oh, um, finally, something good out of Santos Escobar. I think he had the best. But he had my favorite spot in this match. He had a sunset flip, uh, power bomb off the ladder to Sokoa. That was probably my. Yeah, no, that was he... probably like my spot of the night. Um, finally, something cool out of Santos Escobar. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. Some big moves. The only thing I didn't like is when he was about to hit his big moves, he would whistle for himself. He'd be like, "Yeah, is that? Yeah, know. maybe, maybe that's like his <laughs> thing. I'm not sure. Maybe it's his thing. There's like he's trying to make it sound like the fans are doing it, <laughs> making it sound like they're hyped for his move. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, it's not a big deal. Grimy though, big emotional celebration. Uh, he, I think his his dad recently passed away, so he dedicated this to him. His whole career, everything led up to this moment. So big. Big triumph. Congratulations to Cameron Grimes. And then after that, we got Tommaso Ciampa taking on Tony D'Angelo with AJ Gallant. And you know, I like this guy, this manager, (laughs) this AJ Gallant. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't do much, but he's playing the role perfectly. It's the way he's like, yo, this guy right here, this is the guy. Show the respect. (laughs) A manager manager doesn't have to do much, right? (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, I feel, I don't know, I love it. But uh, Ciampa's last match ever here in NXT. During his entrance, he pays tribute to uh, Papa Triple H. He grabs the water bottle, does the spit. I mean, he looks like a mini Triple H with the, with the He does, you know, with the beard. the beard. You know, just change up your ring attire a bit, and you are a little, little yeah. trips. <laughs> so uh, he gets in the ring, and uh, match starts, and pretty much just like a brawler's match. They're fighting all around, throwing each other into the steps, into the barricade bunch of hard hitting uh chompa riffs off tony's shirt just to chop the shit out of his chest and uh tony gets desperate though he goes for the crowbar chompa kicks it away and while the ref's busy dealing with the crowbar tony low blows chompa hits the twisting perfect plex but chompa kicks out 
So Tony's pissed. Ciampa catches him with the Willow's Bell and then hits the fairy tale ending, but D'Angelo kicks out of that. Ciampa can't believe it. The crowd can't believe it. So this is when the match is getting pretty hot. They go to the floor. Uh, the the mat's been peeled away, so the concrete's expo- exposed. Uh, but Tony reverses Ciampa, hits him with a DDT onto the concrete, so that kills him. He lifts up Ciampa's limp body, rolls him into the ring, and then hits the big mafia kick to the head and uh, gets him the three. Huge win for Tony D'Angelo. Big win. Wow. Yeah. Ciampa's final NXT match. And, well, ju- uh, just like Johnny Gargano before him, right? Of course, after the match, Ciampa gets his thank you. He at- gets his thank you, Ciampa's. Tri- yeah, Triple H even came ovation. out at the end to give him the big embrace. Yeah, and this is where I was especially like, wow, he looks like his older, bigger brother. His <laughs> yeah, twin almost. Bald. I bet, though, there's like 15 years between the two. Like, I bet there's like not that oh, much. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nice big hug, big emotional embrace. And, and... was this just me? I, 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 I didn't notice where this could have come from. There was a where's my pizza chant. <laughs> <laughs> throughout the throughout I didn't notice okay, that. Okay, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I okay, okay, maybe I was hearing something, but it was almost like <laughs> No, I mean it could have happened. Maybe the stadium had like a promotion. You know, it was like free pizza blah blah blah. I I don't know what happened, but for some reason Like when the Raptors score 100 points. One of those pizza. type of things, right? You know, like <laughs> I don't know. We want pizza. No, it was where's, where's my pizza? My pizza? Um Is that what they changed? Yeah, I, I I wish I could find out a little more information about why they did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know about the pizza. That's the <laughs> it was, hey, hey, I, if, if someone out there knows what the deal with the pizza was, I would love to know. If not, hey, it's just one of those what ifs. <laughs> one of those professional <laughs> wrestling questions. Yeah. Uh, then we got the tag title match, Triple Threat, Imperium versus MSK and the Creed Brothers. Nice, fast-paced action here. Everyone's working hard, getting their spots in. The flashy high flying from MSK and even the Cree Bros. One of them climbs to the top rope and hits this big cannonball off the top rope to the floor. Yeah, you don't, you, cool. you don't see that too often. <laughs> it's like a straight up cannonball. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> but then Imperium grab him, hit the Imperial Bomb onto the floor. They try to do the same to MSK, but it gets countered. Nash jumps up into a Hurricane Rana, tossing uh, one of them right into the sit out power bomb. Big finishing move that gives them the win. MSK are champs once again. Champs so, uh, once again in what felt like uh, quick. Either the either it was fast paced or it was fast. Period. I think a bit of both, but it, uh, also a bit of a surprise. I thought the Creed brothers were going to win, uh, and I'm sure that uh, you know after things have come out, they probably wish they booked them to win because Nash Carter has been released from WWE as of today. So, Imperium now has new entrance music, which yeah. which is I'm gonna I'm generic. gonna generic. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I mean, so to me, so personally, so Dvorak Symphony Number no. Nine, that's Imperium's theme, that's Walter's mm-hmm. theme. Sorry, Gunther's theme. It's royalty free. Yeah. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you? It certainly wasn't a cost-effective move, and I, I don't know. I don't know because I mean, certainly classical. You <laughs> having the classical music thing as somebody's entrance music has worked before. Uh, Ric Flair, 
Uh, Daniel Bryan. And so if it worked for them, <laughs> surely, <laughs> like, like, these are two of the best professional wrestlers of all time. Surely, yeah. it's not a bad idea. Um, but I guess so. And honestly, yeah, like, you, you mean, Mike, you, put, you uh, hit the nail on the head. It's generic. It's just... Yeah, my only thinking is they want them to be heels and they don't want the crowd to sing along. That's the only. Yeah, there's too much but, of like a da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. But even still, that's not a good enough reason because that's fun. We all want to sing along. Yeah. I, people I, well, sing along to Vince McMahon's song now when he comes out. He loves it. And yeah, well, we've and we've <laughs> said this before. Vince, there's a difference to Vince where it's like between uh, like. Do it like like if you're sing along like you're a bad guy you're not supposed to sing along you know it's like to him there's there's kind of like that difference in the sand yeah um but anyways yeah we don't know like I said Nash Carter's been released so we don't know whether where that leaves the tag titles if Wesley's gonna get a replacement partner or, or what's gonna happen mm-hmm. we'll have uh, to see so yeah we'll we'll see next time but uh, let's go to the women's title match Fatal Four Way. Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai. Uh, Mandy had a special entrance here using Bad News Barrett's old lift. Just kind of coming down from the heavens there with some wings on the video screen. It was, a, it was a good look. It was a good look. I wish. Yeah. It, I, I bet in that moment, Viz wishes they could be CGI'd. I bet. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the woman's title has also been changed up a little bit. It's got white leather strap and uh I like a little it. bit of color. I like it too. I like it. Yeah, maybe you know, it really differentiating it from the men's championship. Uh, yeah. I think it looks great. Yeah, it looks really nice here and uh the match itself was good as well, I thought. Uh Dusty Cup partners, Eo and Kaylee, they got to put the friendship aside and fight each other here and uh we get lots of big flips to the floor, Core Jade Kelly Ray, Io Shirai, big moonsault. Uh, Cora Jade goes on a nice roll, hitting some new moves we haven't seen before, uh, including the biggest moment of the match, maybe one of the biggest moments of the whole night, when Cora Jade hits a Canadian destroyer to Kelly Ray on the apron. Big holy shit moment there. Big holy shit moment. Like you let them do that, but you don't let them do a pile driver. I, I mean, you know, I don't get it. To, to you me, can do I a backflip on your head with. Two inches of clearance. Like, to me, I think the destroyer would be more dangerous because there's a flip involved. At least a pile driver. That's what I think. You can kind yeah. of, like, stabilize yourself and, like, ready, go. But, yeah. hey, I'm not, I, I don't book this shit. <sighs> no, but either way, spectacular move uh, on the inside of the ring. Eo and Mandy having a good back and forth. Nice bridging German suplex from Eo, and then a big Spanish fly off the top rope. Uh, makes the cover, but Cora Jade comes in, breaks it up, and then hits Mandy with a dirty deeds, pulling out a bunch of new moves. Uh, but then Kaylee runs in, hits Cora with the KLR bomb. But then Eo comes in, takes Kaylee out with the moonsault. Uh, and then to finish it all off, Mandy Rose comes flying in with that C trigger right to Eo's face. Pins her. One, two, three. Mandy retains. And that C trigger looks vicious. The way, uh, you know, I, I think. I'd put it up with any V trigger Kenny Omega's ever done. I think a lot of the I think <laughs> a lot of that maneuver is a camera. I mean, EO was very well at taking it too. Very much so, very much so. I think a lot of the V trigger is the camera angle. 
I think is a big part because I I also agree these look great. I don't I think all of the V triggers from New Japan look amazing, but none of the but AEW's V triggers don't stand a chance to New Japan. I th I think it's a camera thing. Well, I think in Japan they actually just hit each other in the head. <laughs> I think in Japan they just actually slap each other in the face. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, hey, there's also a chance for that, but um, I either way, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a pretty damn cool move. Yeah, and good match, Mandy Rose. This whole NXT run, I think she's just become such a a solid performer. She's grown into herself. This dark-haired heel role suits her so much better than just generic blonde, and. Yeah, just so much confidence, the way she carries herself to the ring, just everything. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's been so far so good for, and she's been champion now for months and months and months, and hey, it doesn't look like she's going anywhere. Yeah, you know, obviously they see a lot in Cora Jade, but maybe still a bit too green to put the belt on her, but... Yeah, probably a little with, too, uh, probably a little too much, especially when there are other performers uh, who have been there a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, Dakota Kai is one of those. Still, never had that that big world title run. So, no. Who knows? Uh, after this, LA Knight takes on Gunther, and like you said, they took away the classical music. They took away his name, but the crowd still chanting Walter at him. <laughs> can't stop that. Can't stop. Can't <laughs> stop the crowd. Yeah. And uh, man, Gunther, he's really slimmed down this this last year. He, he is looking it fucking cut. I don't yeah. know if so. Like, I I, not that I hope that <laughs> nobody told him to do that. You know, I because there was absolutely nothing wrong with his no, physique, no. his performance, anything like that. If he made the conscious decision, like he was like, you know what, I want to try to get into the best shape I can. Hell yeah, you are doing it. I just hope that nobody backstage was like, Gunther, <laughs> you need to be yeah. cut. Chisel, yeah. chisel. Uh, I didn't hire the Pillsbury Doughboy, goddammit. Exactly. As like, exactly. As long as he's kind of doing it on his own record, he looks fucking great. Yeah, looks damn good. Uh, looks good as ever as well in the ring. Uh, as expected, yeah, lots of just big chops, you know, stiff strikes, drop kicks. But Ellie Knight puts up a good fight, gets lots of moves in, big superplex off the top rope, even hits a burning hammer. But uh, Gunther kicks out and just keeps wearing Knight down. Uh, eventually, yeah, throws Knight off the top rope. Hits the big Walter splash, followed by the power bomb, And that gives him the win. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't maybe necessarily the five-star classic. I mean, it certainly wasn't the five-star classic that we've come to know from Gunther. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, obviously, you got to have him on the card of your biggest pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, nothing too crazy, but still a perfectly fine match. Yeah. So let's go to the main event of the show. You had Dolph Ziggler defending the NXT title against Braun Breaker, who, uh, you know what he loves to do, break that logo. So comes out with a chainsaw and saws the 2.0 logo in half. Wow, he's really so uh, making some moves. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Dolph Ziggler comes out going kind of old school there, bringing back the trunks. Uh, like to, like late 2000s Dolph Ziggler. You love to see it. Yeah, his peak. And throughout the match, he was kind of doing some of those those mannerisms, the show off, the, the headstand, headlock, swiveling his hips, all that stuff. Yeah, crowd was hot. 
Breaker performing, I mean, biggest crowd of his life here and uh, doing good. Uh, of course, Robert Roode trying to interfere. The ref catches him, ejects him from the match. So he's gone. Breaker hits a nice top rope. Frankensteiner, big near fall. And then hits a spear, another two count. And then finally, he hits the big press power slam. Makes the cover, but Rude shows back up and just yanks Ziggler out of the ring, saving the match for his partner. Uh, Breaker, he's rightfully pissed, so he runs and dives over the top rope. Big toe-baking hero to the floor. Takes out Bobby Rude. Uh, throws him into the steps, but he's taking his eye off Ziggler, so when he goes back into the ring, eats a Famouser, and then a, Ziggly, a zigzag. Uh, but Breaker kicks out of that, so crowd's super hot. Ziggler climbs to the top rope and hits a beautiful elbow drop for another two count. So Breaker has one last comeback. He hits another spear, lifts Ziggler up for the power slam, but Ziggler gouges his eyes, shoves him in the corner, hits a super kick, and gets a three count. Dolph Ziggler retains. Bit of a surprise there. A bit of a surprise. You could say that. <laughs> Quite a surprise. Uh, yeah, still a great match, I thought, but uh, yeah, very surprising finish. Uh, but I mean, Dolph Ziggler, whenever you give this guy the chance, he'll put on a good match. Of course. Of course. You know, I'm starting to think that Braun Breaker's new gimmick is just to kind of uh, rebrand NXT every couple months. You know, destroy the logo, <laughs> rebrand it. Okay. I mean, because, hey, I have to say, there's probably only a matter of time before NXT goes on the road, right? Um, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Like, I wonder if they would have the market for not, you know, not ACC-sized venues. Certainly, you know, they, they like uh, every every city has a, a smaller venue there. Mm-hmm. It could be. Uh, we could be kind of getting to that point, right? We could. Yeah, I don't know what they. Um, either way, though, yeah, good match. Braun Breaker, natural talent. He's just, uh, you know, this is what, like his 20th match? And <laughs> yeah, certainly time. not many. I mean, we, you and I <laughs> have had the privilege to witness his entire career. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it could it could only be a matter of time. But that was the takeover. That was the Pretty takeover. fun show. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and yeah, what do we think? We, what do we think we should do here, Mike? We are we're we're creeping up on hour two. Of uh, of the Shoot Brothers episode one seventy eight. Uh, how much longer do you want to keep going for there, bud? Um, yeah, we don't have to talk everything. We can uh, just kind of do some highlights for the after the after shows. There's a couple big things that happened. Well, how about this? How about this? How about next week is a an AEW super show? Uh, yeah. This I mean this week we cap ourselves off with some Monday Night Raw. And we love every minute of it. How's that sound? <laughs> okay. Um, do we include NXT 2.0? We can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we'll just do Raw and NXT, and then we can deal with AEW. Sounds good. Week. Sounds good. So let's bring you. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's that sounds good. What a plan. Uh, so let's bring you. Uh, yeah, so WrestleMania weekend's over. The season premiere. Well, not you know the season as we know it, but of course, if Monday, if if WrestleMania is the season finale, of course, you need a season premiere the very next night. So let's bring you the Raw after Mania. Let's get right. Let's get right.
big, the big show. Not that big show. Not that big show. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out to start the show, and uh, he's got his own mini ramp leading to the main ramp. So just like AEW, he's got his own special entrance. Got his own special entrance. Yeah. Uh, Crowd is hot. They're all cheering, chanting his name. He milks it. Uh, Says, I was a free agent for 47 days. Everyone thinks the decision to return to WWE was difficult, but it wasn't. Ooh. So he says, I was the star that left them in the dust, and now I've signed a multi-year deal, and I was vindicated after that big response and great match I had with Seth at WrestleMania. Uh, Then he puts up a pic of Dusty on the Titantron and talks about his dad's legacy, and, you know, he gets choked up. Uh, kind of some crocodile tears from Cody. Hey, he does that, my dad <laughs> stuff. Yeah, um, a little too much. It's, like, it's not like he just died. It's been a while. And, uh, yeah, if, 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 if the wound was fresh, uh, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, starting the loss of a loved one, you know, after, you know, I think in, in, yeah. in any capacity, certainly. Um, but, but it was one thing. One thing on the weekend watching. Uh, I had mania. I had mania. I've had mania on the calendar for months. I told Jess, I'm like, I don't care what you do. This is what's going to be <laughs> on the television Saturday and Sunday night. So, you know, she uh, going to go to a, go to a friend's place. Like, uh, like I don't know what to say. Like, you know, that I'm booked. Yeah. I've booked it. <laughs> and it was, you know, so we're sitting. It was like, oh, you know, what's going on here? What's this? You know, I'll answer all the questions and stuff. And the amount of times that so it was like, oh, this, oh, this Cody Rhodes guy. Oh, this is a big deal for like all these reasons because the other show I watch. And, oh, okay, like, oh, what's he doing there? Like, oh, that's because like his dad used to do that. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then a few matches later, it was like, oh, this is Charlotte Flair. So she's doing this thing because like you know her, her dad used to do it. And, <laughs> and then, then when the Charlotte match came on, just said, I've had enough and watched. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna walk away. Um, no, it pretty much just got. Uh, and then I think after that, she was like, "So does all these matches involve people with daddy issues?" And I was like, "Most, <laughs> most of them do. Most of them I do. Mean, yeah, yeah, good chunk." <laughs> uh, but I mean, Cody, his issue. He says his dad was his hero, and yeah, crowd all chants Dusty, and he said, "Though well, you know, the one thing Dusty never did was win that WWE World Title." Uh, so I want to fulfill that dream for the Rhodes family. Crowd chance, you can do it. It's like Rob Schneider's in the crowd. You can do it. Uh, well, I mean, if he didn't come back to Monday Night Raw then to win the fucking championship, then why the fuck did he come back? He booked yeah. himself into a corner. He couldn't win the AEW championship. <laughs> um, uh, my, my biggest takeaway from this whole promo, this was the first, this was like an Eddie Kingston promo in that, you know when Eddie Kingston talks, nobody else in the arena talks? You yeah, can hear a except fucking, for one jerk off. Except for one asshole. You can hear a fucking pin drop from the nosebleeds. This might have been the first time, at least on Raw, in a while that a promo was received with that kind of audience um, respect. Where it, every single person in that crowd shut the hell up and wanted to hear what he had to say. Uh, you don't get yeah. that. You don't get that too often, right? You don't. You really don't get that too often on Monday Night Raw. Cody is going to bring Monday Night Raw, possibly back to being the show that it once was. <laughs> and it's funny. I said it earlier. How much the environment changes things. Like you could take this exact same audience. Half of them would still be AEW fans, but they would boo the exact same promo in AEW. 
Well, because you, well, yeah, because that's kind of the thing, right? As soon as he's like, okay, because we haven't heard, because we've heard. That. I would do the same thing too. Like we <laughs> I'd heard do an this. AEW and I cheer we heard WWE. this promo fourteen <laughs> times in AEW. We've already heard this exact yeah. same promo. <laughs> we've almost yeah. verbatim. We've heard the exact same. Like replace WWE with AEW. We've heard the exact same thing. But because it was like a new setting, we're like, okay, this is good. I'll hear you out here. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he rambled a little bit, like only Cody does. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, good promo. Crowd was into it. Seth Rollins comes out after, uh, which made me think after that should have been a prop bet. How many times did they say freaking during Seth Rollins' match? Yeah, Seth well, Freakin. I forgot that was his his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so Rollins comes out. Cody offers a handshake. Seth accepts it, and then he laughs. But that's it. No, no beat down. Just respect. Just respect. Good to hear. Hey, and if it, and if it ends up in yeah. a rematch, why the hell not? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi take on Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan in a championship contenders match. Uh, at some point of the match, the DX music randomly played. Did you see a clip of that? Now, I, 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 <laughs> I saw it. So I watched after the fact, and I saw this on social media. On, <laughs> yeah. on on Twitter, and I just kind of I I don't know. What am I supposed it was to do? funny. Yeah, I didn't see it live, but I also you know I don't watch every second of Raw. It's of course not. Yeah, I, I speed through some parts. Um, I think it was just a glitch. Doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> Naomi hits her split legged moonsault. Liv breaks up the pin, uh, but eventually Naomi and Sasha hit their finisher, get the win. Rhea Ripley's mad and walks off without Liv. But then, like right after, she's they're backstage, and Rhea's like, "Oh, I talked to Pierce. We gotta we get a title match next week." Like, why? Like, why even hint <laughs> at breaking people? Like, I don't get. Like, you know, I mean, God, I sound like a fucking broken record every single time we bring up the women's tag division and how su- trash it is. And also, they just lost the champion contender match, but they still get the title match next week. So it's you, it's as if like somebody checked Twitter halfway through Raw and they were like, wait, everyone's pissed. And then <laughs> somebody's like, hey, uh, 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 give them a championship match next week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kevin Owens comes out, talks about the big WrestleMania match with Austin and admits I underestimated Austin. And I went to that I went into that match with a back injury. I put my body at risk for all you people. And then he gets interrupted by Ezekiel. Oh God, no! This is this is Elias. What have they done to you? They they shaved his beard, his whole look, they his whole identity has been stripped away, pretty much. Uh, I mean, well, no, yeah. okay, well, I mean, I, I gotta stop you right there. This isn't this isn't Elias. I mean, this okay. This is Ezekiel. This is Ezekiel, he, uh, Elias's younger brother. That's what he tells us. Owens, he can't believe it. I mean, he was he was very close with Elias for a little while there, and they I had, mean, we all know that voice. They, had, they had the biggest boo. They had the biggest boo in history. <laughs> biggest boo of all time. Uh, but that voice of Ezekiel sounds all too familiar. Uh, but yeah, Owens is like, come on, we all know who you are. You're Elias. The crowd chants, "Yes, you are." Anyways, Ezekiel doesn't leave. Owens leaves. Well, hey, we all, and well, it. hey, <laughs> we, everybody knows that WWE stands for Walk with Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, I guess so. That they can still use that. Man, dude, he got the fucking meme treatment out here. It was people like uh, it was it was people would put 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 up a photo of like L.A. Knight and Damian Sandow, and it was like if if L.A. Knight <laughs> and Damian Sandow had a love child, it would be Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Odd rebranding, especially because we had seen photos earlier of a repackaged Elias, but with more of like a Macho Man vibe. Like, still had yeah, his still beard, had beard, still had long hair, but like brightly colored trunks instead of the uh, kind of stringer <coughs> and the jeans or whatever. Um, but, I mean, Elias, he was, you know, he was. In, he wasn't always treated seriously, but I'd say he was still pretty much very over in every city he went to. So, I mean, he, we saw, we, he was over <laughs> here when we saw him. So Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how this and Ezekiel thing if is going to... If you're over in Toronto, you're, you're, you're over for real. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we booed Bailey. Uh, we booed Bailey. Never forget. <laughs> and it'll take years to grow that beard back if he ever wants to. But, I mean... Eh, possibly. I, I I don't know how don't know. quickly he grows, but uh, <laughs> there's a chance. It was pretty long. It was pretty long. But uh, all right, let's move on. We got Dominic taking on the Miz. Feud continues for whatever reason, but uh, match is over before it even begins. Miz just hits a skull crushing finale and pins Dominic in like a minute. I don't know who Dominic pissed off. He just kind of got buried here. Yeah, that was a bit bummer. I gotta give that a, a D minus. You know, a, yeah. a barely passed. Uh, it was mm -hmm. pretty much a squash, right? Yeah, but then it all led to the big, long-awaited debut. Yeah. Veer Mahan. Veer Mahan. <laughs> he comes out. He actually gets a pretty decent pop, probably out of irony, just like finally. But uh, yeah, he just comes in, lays out Ray and Dominic, <laughs> and that's about it. It's a weird way, uh, yeah, weird way to debut. I mean, I guess, you know, you debut, I mean, I guess after fucking four and a half months of, 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 uh, you know, anticipation, I guess it had to happen somewhere. I guess two bit, I mean, Elias, he was, his debut has been in the making for just as long. So we got two culminations tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair comes out to talk about her big title win over Becky Lynch and, She's wearing sunglasses, takes them off to reveal a huge swollen black eye from that that vicious kick she took from Becky on Saturday. Uh, but she thanks Becky for that and for beating her at SummerSlam because it made her realize how much better she could be. And she went through all that, hell and back, to win back the title, even with one eye, and fought all the way to the end to stand here as your champion. And I never want to let it go, but I'll fight anyone, any woman back there because I'm different. I'm better. I'm the EST. Great promo. Uh, Bianca Belair. You know, you said earlier how much respect Cody got. I think Bianca Belair gets just as much respect. I don't think she'd ever got a what chant. No one's wetting her. No one's what. If you're wetting Bianca Belair, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're a damn fool because <laughs> she, is, she is damn good. On the mic, in the ring, she is so... Like I said earlier, best woman's wrestler in the world. Uh, yeah, there's your promo. Okay. And then after that, we got a, a surprise match here. Dolph Ziggler taking on Brock, Braun Breaker, NXT title rematch. Uh, I guess, you know, bigger TV Big, audience. Yeah, bigger, yeah. yeah, bigger TV audience, I think, is really what I was thinking. 
Yeah, so maybe kind of what they did with Thunder Rosa a month ago. They they held off the title thing because, uh, yeah, we got more of the same match here. Still a good wrestling, but uh, pretty much what we saw on Saturday. Uh, but they're into it. They're rooting for Breaker. Bobby Roots causing trouble on the outside. Ziggler hits a famous her. Breaker kicks out. Goes for the power slam. Power slam. But Ziggler rakes the eyes just like he did on Saturday. Super kicks Braun, but he kicks out this time. Goes for another super kick, but Breaker hits him with a spear. Then picks him up. Hits the power slam. Gets the three. So, new NXT champion. Crowned on Raw. Braun Breaker. Bit bizarre, but you know you're right about the TV. Uh, probably the TV crowd maybe get a bit more eyes. Somebody seems like, hey, maybe this is a guy I want to see. Hey, Tuesday night, why not? Yeah, and the Raw after Mania does usually have. It's more, usually the biggest Raw, like the most eyes on Raw of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think they already announced over two million audience for so wow. definitely more than the five hundred thousand he gets on NXT. So <laughs> good for Brian Breaker there. Yeah. Uh, after that, MVP comes out to introduce the almighty Bobby Lashley, who gets a nice baby face reaction again. And uh, Lashley just talks about conquering the giant Omos. Omos comes out, says, that was a fluke. I want a rematch. And then MVP attacks Lashley from behind. And uh, him and Omos just beat Bobby down. So looks like MVP's got a new client. Yeah, he lo- he's back. He looks great, but he's got a new uh, he's got a new client. Yeah, you're right. You said yeah. right there. Which can only do good things for Omos, you know. Mm-hmm. At least on the mic, he can't he can't make him a better wrestler. But you know, maybe they tag up again. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah, why not? Uh, Carmella, Zelina come out. Zelina blames Carmella for costing them the titles at Mania, being too obsessed with herself, and Corey at ringside. And- they end up coming to blows. Zelina lays Carmella out, and then she crawls over and makes out with Corey. That was so bad. Yeah, there you are. Yeah. I don't know. Not. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it one bit. RK Bro team up with Finn Balor to take on Austin Theory and the Usos. Just kind of a, yeah, just a standard six-man tag. Fast-paced. Austin Theory ends up catching Balor with the ATL. And guess the win. Uh, why Finn Balor? Why is he? Why is he eating these pins? Especially, like, why is he in this period? Yeah, I why guess. is he even in this? Yeah. I guess my the- thought is Austin Theory's next in line for the U.S. for a U.S. title shot. Yeah, I guess they might as well. Right. Uh, I mean, why else would he kind of be here um, and involved in it this way? I uh, I don't know. Um, however, I do have to say, the Usos <laughs> get yeah. back on your own show, motherfuckers. That's right. Wrong show, wrong place. You done fucked up, kids. Uh, that's your third brand to brand invitational. Yeah, burning through those things. Burning through them. Uh, Edge comes out, cuts a promo about beating AJ, and says, I didn't know Damian Priest was going to appear, but, uh, you know, I like the guy. He respects my message, and Damian comes out, explains why he joined Edge, and the crowd chants, we don't care. Very much disrespect Edge, and then I think Damian Priest had a good line. It's like, yeah, that's why I'm with Edge now, or something. Played off of it, so. Uh... Or Edge calls them losers, and they chant, we are losers. So 
They were sheep. They were listed. Everything Edge called them. He was was Bunch true. Bunch of sheep. They're sheep. <laughs> and then AJ runs out. He attacks them. Grabs some chairs, but it's two against one. He gets taken out. Hit with the high low. It was a good um, look. I like this high low too. It's like the sp- a spear. Yeah, it was like a spear high low. A spear high low. Yeah, it was better yeah. than the uh, the red dragon version. Yeah. So hey, that could be a cool tag team finisher. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, we could, you know, we've kind of RK Bro, uh, Street Profits, Alpha Academy. If you throw Edge and Damian Priest in the mix, that's a real good tag. Hey, give them a name, and I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. So keep an eye on these guys here. Uh, speaking of the tag division, we had Street Profits taking on Alpha Academy, uh, but it's just kind of a big brawl before the match can start. So Adam Pierce comes out, says, "You want to ignore the rules? Then we'll have a Texas Tornado match. Anything goes." Uh, uh, yeah, so we get a table in the ring, and Ford hits from the heavens through the table, through the gable, and the table. And <laughs> that gets him the pin. <laughs> yeah, we're running out of ways for Montez Ford to defy gravity. Uh, <laughs> but every, every time I say that, he comes up with a new one. So <laughs> Yeah, so keeping them strong, Street Profits. Uh, and then the ending of the show, the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. That's what they're billing it as. Roman Reigns comes out with the bloodline, carrying both belts. Uh, let's Heyman carry the one. And then, yeah, Heyman just puts over his client, Roman. Uh, Roman says, I did what I promised. I smashed Lesnar. Uh, but I'm constantly moving forward. So, uh, you want to know what's next? Watch SmackDown. <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> I know. They gave us fucking 10 <laughs> minutes left on this Reigns promo. The entrance was four and a half of them. And then, yeah. uh, and then there was that, so. Yeah, so just kind of, uh, yeah, I guess it's a cliffhanger, but not that good of a one. He just walks off, says, acknowledge me, and leaves. Yeah, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. And apparently, yeah, apparently there was a dark match after where Cody Rhodes defeated Kevin Owens. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and during the match, Kevin Owens did the Young Buck pose over top of Cody, so (laughs) playing with the crowd, having some fun. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Good stuff on Monday Night Raw. So let's uh, let's kick ourselves on over to NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Get the fallout of Stand and Deliver. Um, uh, how is this open? We open with Braun Breaker putting over his journey to that NXT Championship. Uh, eventually interrupted by Gunther. The ring general himself challenges Braun Breaker to a match. Tonight, he gladly accepts. We're going to be getting that in our main event. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't know if you noticed the uh, the NXT men's title had a slight little change as well. No, I didn't. Not to the the, the metal plates. They kind of added some colors, some some subtle coloring. Okay. Uh, you know, like the NXT 2.0, like some green right, and purple right. and shit. No, I didn't. No, I'll Looks check cool. it out. Looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we get our first match. Creed Brothers taking on Imperium. Uh, just a good little back and forth. But in the middle of it, Eichner gets fed up and just leaves Bartel on his own. Uh, so the Creed Brothers just annihilate him two on one. Somehow he gets busted open. He's left with a bloody face. Uh, yeah, he gets pinned. Pretty quick. Didn't see where he got cut. Yeah, I, I, I must have missed that one. Um, either this was also a classic crowd who's giving us the you deserve it no you don't <laughs> yeah this crowd was kind of split all night on everything uh, 
Like even during the opening was Breaker, they were chanting, we want Ziggler. No, we don't. Yeah, weird crowd. So, weird crowd. Weird crowd. Also at the end here, these two hooded men show up and attack uh, the Creed brothers and take off the hoods to reveal former NXT UK tag champs, Pretty Deadly, which I don't know much about them, but yeah, don't keep up with the UK too much. Me neither, but uh, we will. But I'm we'll, sure they're good wrestlers. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> New North American champ Cameron Grimes comes out. Big pop. He's so happy for the big win. Once again, talks about dedicating it to his father. Sola Sokoa comes out, says, hey, man, congrats. You put on a hell of a performance. But now comes the hard part, holding on to that belt. So I want a shot at that. Grimes says, oos, you're on, and shakes his hand. So, Even the other wrestlers are calling him oos. So, <laughs> I mean, we're pretty. that was a pretty obvious <laughs> reference to the bloodline. Yeah. Which, hey, that can only do good things for him. Very much so. Very much so. Uh, Dexter Loomis taking on Duke Hudson. Battle of the ex-best friends, boyfriends. So XBFBF. But this whole feud is just terrible. And to me, is killed pretty much how over Dexter and Indy were at a time there. Yeah, like they were both over in their own right. I, I was personally a huge fan of Dexter Loomis. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the, really the ending got a th- that was stupid chant. <laughs> this crowd might have been the 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 the, the, the kind of like main attraction. They, the ending of this match got that was stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they both fight to the floor. They beat each other up so bad they can't back into the ring. Uh, the girls are trying to help them up, but they get counted out, and they're so exhausted they fall down, and the women fall on top of them like how. People have sex. <laughs> sucks. Right? It sucked. This sucked. <laughs> I know. It's it's the worst thing on NXT 2.0 right now by far. And yeah, let's just move on from it. Because we got a title rematch. Raquel and Dakota defending against Toxic Attraction. Uh, but you know, just like Breaker and Ziggler, we kind of already saw it. But I guess you didn't. You missed the pre-show, so you got to see it here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was entertaining. Toxic Attraction getting some big near falls. Gigi's in control when Wendy Chu runs out. But this time, Mandy comes up behind, slams Wendy into the steps. Back in the ring, Raquel picks up Gigi, looking for a Chingola bomb, but JC saves her partner. The two of them hit the toxic shock to win back their titles. As they should, I think. Just like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think toxic attraction. They still got some room uh, some legs with the titles. Well, so I mean, like not? we had said, I think. Well, I think like we had said last week, they had defended in their entire reign. That was like what we saw on on Saturday was like their third title defense or something <laughs> ridiculously yeah. low. It's like they haven't even been given a chance. Well, all of a sudden, two title matches in a week. So hopefully, more to come. Yeah. Uh, my new buddy AJ Gallant is in the ring. It's all set up nice to introduce Tony D'Angelo just for the big win celebration over Ciampa. They got like this whole ritual set up, the golden ring, kind of, you know, making him into the Don, the Don of NXT as they call him now. Have a little toast, drink some wine. So whole Godfather type of thing going on there. <laughs> not the Godfather, not the pimp. Not the Godfather, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nikita Lyons takes on Last Le- Lash Legend. Uh, it was okay. Not you know, crowd is into Nikita. They like her, so I'll give them that. Uh, 
Just kind of a powerhouse match here, and Nikita Lyons gets the job done, hits her big butterfly kick and the split leg drop to get the three. Yeah, they're both a little too green, I think, so that's why we put them uh, second to last. <laughs> yeah, quick and dirty, because the main event, Braun Breaker defending that title against Gunther. Uh, big match to be given away here, just for free. So, But they've been doing that all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, this crowd... It's kind of not the normal NXT. Normally, NXT is pretty along with everything, but they were split champs chanting, not my champion. Yes, he is at Braun Breaker. Hey, I love uh, a crowd that's all over the place. I mean, it's fine with me as long as they're making noise. That's what you want. Very much so. Yeah. Give me more noise. <laughs> and yeah, this was a good hard hitting match as all of Gunther's are. And uh, Breaker holding up his end of the bargain. He's able to toss Gunther across the ring like few men ever have. And uh, Gunther keeps fighting up, keeps fighting back though. Hits the big power bomb. Breaker kicks out. So uh, Gunther climbs to the top rope, hits the big splash. But again, Breaker kicks out. So the crowd's loving this match here. Gunther goes for another splash, but this time Breaker catches him mid-air with midair with a spear, and then manages to hit him with the big press power slam. Gets the three to retain his gold. So good match here. A little sad, you know, to see Gunther lose, but yeah, Gunther shouldn't take losses. That's the only, that's the only thing that kind of bums me out. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, I mean, these are the two biggest guys in NXT right now. Yeah, uh, but uh, Gunther losing, maybe that means he's not going to be here for very long. I don't know. Main roster bound, Cause... hopefully. Yeah, I could think so. Because, I mean, earlier in the night, you had Bartel and Eichner split up, so Imperium could just be done in general. Maybe that's why they got rid of the song as well, so who knows. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. You could be on to something. I guess time will tell, of course, uh, as we move ourselves to the wrestling world. That was all of NXT, and that was our marathon event. There was one one last thing that happened yes, on please. the very end. Okay, yes, uh, sorry. <laughs> on the video screen, we go to oh, right. Rick Steiner, Braun Breaker's father, has been captured and locked in a cage by Joe Gacy and Harvard. <laughs> right, Joe so. Gacy. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. though. Of course, setting up the eventually, you know, um, challenger to set up Gacy. Um, yeah. Um, but then also Harland. Harland's also a big motherfucker out there. Yeah. He could have a match. So Braun Breaker's going to have his, uh, his hands full with that. That was NXT and our entirety of WWE's entire WrestleMania weekend. What a weekend it was. Let's cap off the show um, by giving you the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Mike, I'm going to have to go straight to WrestleMania weekend because, pff, obviously. Uh, let's go Cody Rhodes on this one. Let's go Cody Rhodes. I, I, I think just, you know, the moment, the excitement, and personally, that was it was my match of the weekend. Five stars. Um, it was all, one of the best Seth Rollins matches I've seen in a long, long time, too. Just the entire moment. Everything about it was just fucking dynamite. Not dynamite. Uh, so I got to give Cody Rhodes the wrestler of the week. Stupendous. 
uh yeah great stuff great weekend so much stuff to choose from uh, i'll even throw in an honorable mention for sammy zane johnny knoxville yes uh but yeah really came down to two for me but at the end of the day multiple times on this episode i said they were the best wrestler i'm going bianca belair once again stealing the show uh main event worthy match winning the title good at everything she does in the ring on the mic even making her own gear for god's sakes so bianca belair Bianca Belair, Cody Rose, congratulations for coming out on top after WrestleMania weekend. Can't wait to see what you guys do. Coming up, Money in the Bank soon. Cody, is Cody going to win Money in the Bank? Who the hell knows? He very well could. Uh, that was all the time we have for the show. Rate, right, let's try the show is everywhere. Be back next week um, because we have a bunch of dynamite. We have, we'll have a couple weeks of dynamite that we got to go over. Um, especially as we make our way towards Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing is going to is going to be here in like a month. And um, yeah, it's, it's I mean it's coming up quicker than we think. Yeah, and the ROH Supercard happened. We got some AEW guys with their titles now. Samoa Joe showed up, so lots of crazy shit. Always crazy shit in the world of wrestling. We'll be back next week to talk all about it. And Mike, you take care of yourself. Okay. Shoot.